is an Auburn Network production. It's a classic combination. Wings 94-3 and Auburn High School football. It's a rollout and looking for a throwback and it's there and give him six. Touchdown, Tigers. Puts his foot in the ground, dives for the end zone. Give him six. Cuts back inside. Let's go. Gets free and he's going to score. AHS Football on Wings 94.3 is presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center. Now, the voice of Auburn High Football, Scott Bagwell. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Hello, this is Coley Trant from Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Hey guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. War Eagle. from the pros Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn across from Cary Creek Publix Experience and knowledge from the pros Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply this is Mayor Ron Anders wishing our Auburn High School Tigers success as they compete in the state playoffs and vie for the AHSAA Class 7A Football Championship title. On behalf of the City of Auburn, I commend the coaches, parents, and young men who have put hours and hours of work into representing our community so well with their talents. 
I invite you to join me as we cheer on these young men. Go Tigers! Now, more of the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff on your Auburn High football station, Wings 94-3. Welcome into a wet and rainy Baker High School. As Auburn taking off. Auburn going off the field right now. It's um, it's been a weird day already. <laughs> Scott Baglier joined by Rob Pate here on the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. Brought to you by Russell DeWitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Tell you what, folks, there's certain times when we come down to Mobile for different things that just create weirdness. I've been at Baker High School now three times to uh, broadcast twice. Rain has been involved. One of it was over on the baseball field where we sat around for four and a half hours before we were finally able to get going. If this is a sign of things to come, that was in the first round. Auburn baseball went on to win a state championship um, that, that's, that year. Also, we had a little bit of technical issues last time we were in Mobile. That was at McGill Tulin. Same problem, got it fixed. Auburn then went off to beat the number one team in the state. So maybe it's a sign of good things to come here tonight. Scott Bagler joined by Rob Pate. And, Rob, we're going to go ahead and get right into it as let's take a look at uh, tonight's keys to the game presented by Goose Performing Arts Center or Arts Center at Auburn University. What you got? Yeah, for me, Scott, it's going to be eliminating the, the big play if you're Auburn defensively. You, you're going to go up against a, a SEC uh, commitment uh, coming to Auburn University, actually. Number five, Bryce Kane, receiver for Baker. Um, has the potential to be explosive. You have a quarterback that's uh, committed to play in the SEC. So you've got some uh, some playmakers that on a wet field, um, you, you make one slip, you make one uh, bad um, read and all of a sudden you've given up a, a home run. So Auburn, I think, making sure defensively that uh, that we just don't give up the big play. Um, and then the other thing is getting off the field on third down. Both both of these teams, well, particularly Baker, every game they've won, they've scored at least 30 points. So they put a lot of points on the board. The games they've lost, they haven't gotten to that uh, to that marker. So I think that 30 marker is going to be a big one tonight. How much of, of the weather impacts that, you know, remains to be seen. But uh, third down efficiency on defense and, and lack of, of giving up the big play, I think are going to make, you know, whether or not this is a successful trip for this Auburn team. Yeah, last time Auburn played SEC receivers, it did not go well. No, but, but I don't know that this kid's built like the one at Central, but we still got a very talented one here tonight at Baker. Yeah, so um, – it's uh yeah uh well I, I don't think a lot of people are built like Cam Cole. Wow. I think there's two in the same um, in the same hemisphere as him. One of them is at Foley High School here in Mobile, Perry Thompson. The other one's at Saraland High School here yeah. in Mobile, in Ryan Williams. Um, and those are three five-star receivers in two different classes at the same position in the state of Alabama, which I don't know that that's happened ever. It's amazing. Um, but I think for Auburn, it's control what you can control. You can't let the weather and, and the field. We talked at some last week about a grass field. Well, now you get a wet grass yeah. grass field. Um, you know, officials, and I, and I say officials not in the sense of they're going to be bad. It's different. It's a mobile crew that you haven't seen. Mm-hmm. In the Baker-Fairhope game, I'm sitting there going through the stuff on huddle, and all of a sudden I see the ball spotted between the numbers and the hash marks. 
which is not supposed to happen. Right. I think you run to the field on that situation. I don't know that there's any boundary left when that's when that's the case. But I think Auburn's just got to control what they can control. That's something that Coach Etheridge talks so much about. Control what you can control. Don't let the other stuff get to you. And, and come out here and play a clean game, and you should be okay. Yeah, and, and, you know, also the emotions of just playoff football. I mean, you know, especially you're on somebody else's home field. You need a fast start. I think that's going to be important, too. This is a Baker team that just traveled to, to Birmingham last week, took on a very good 6A uh, Mountain Brook team, uh, a team that was in the state title game last year, and uh, and, and beat them by double digits. Um, Came so, back. They were down two scores at halftime and dominated yeah, in the second half. Yeah, so, so riding a lot of momentum, and they're not afraid to, to go play – uh, you know, tough, tough football team. So this this isn't going to be a moment too big for them. And they 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 look and say we're we're the number two team in this region. We're going to defend it. We're going to defend our home field. We're seniors, um, the guys that uh, are leaders on this football team. So it's going to be a uh, it's it's going to be it's super important for this Auburn team to come out and respect the opponent one and, and get out to a fast start. I think last year Baker, when they made their region schedule and their two-year contract or non-region schedule, they knew this was a year for them to be very, very good. A bunch of seniors, quarterbacks a senior, running backs a senior, receivers are a senior. Mm-hmm. So you load it up with Dothan and Mountain Brook, and you play them again this year. You go one and one. And, and really, you play Dothan knowing that there's a chance of a, of a matchup in the playoffs. You want to get a taste for the Region 2 so that all of a sudden you get to uh, you get the playoffs. And we talked about it at times with Auburn playing Central. All of a sudden you're shocked by the speed. I think if you're Baker, you don't want to be shocked by what Region yeah. 2 is and how good the football is. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we used to that used to be a thing for Auburn. It, when you got around to Central, Auburn had a kind of a, a weak schedule out of uh, out of region, and they would get into that game, and, and the guys, it was like, you know, seeing it for the first time. So so Baker won't be shocked by this. Uh, they also beat a physical team in Theodore to yep. open the season. That's another team that uh, beat Opelika this year. Um, they, they always have one of the better defenses in the state. They're well coached, and so this is going to be a, a tough football game. Uh, Auburn's going to have to play four full quarters and, uh, and, and, and play with a lot of efficiency. Yeah, they played they played three games out of region against playoff teams. Not a whole lot of teams can say they went out out of region and, and went and challenged themselves. Theodore was the number one team in the state going into the playoffs last year in six yeah. A. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they no they finished second or third. They made the playoffs again. Mm-hmm. That team beat Opelika, dominated Opelika on the ground, and uh, I think this is a team that. We saw them three years ago with a lot of these guys were sophomores. Last year they played at home against Enterprise and lost. I think they think this is the year they get over the hump and get to the second round and win a game here at home. And and you know they're itching to do that because this region struggled last year in the playoffs. Not a single team from this region uh, went into the second round. And, and you know, Auburn plays in a tough region. I mean, let's let's be honest about it. Uh, I, I the, the people that are in the media probably wouldn't give, uh, you know, all of the, the region that Auburn and, and, and Central and Enterprise, you know, they, they probably have picked some of, of those teams to lose tonight. But I think most coaches around the state would say that, that, that the region that Auburn's coming from is, uh, is solid enough to go 4-0 this, this, this weekend. But it's going to take impressive road wins like what we see tonight with Auburn playing a Baker squad. I think you grade out 
teams from each region one through four, I'm not sure you're getting a better grade of region than region two and seven A. And and this team has already seen the four seed from uh, from from our region in Dothan, and Dothan was one of their losses this this year on uh, early in their schedule. Yeah, and that was a that was a Dothan team that dominated the second half. It yeah. went from a one score game to a three touchdown game in the second half. And so those are tonight's keys to the game presented by Gooch Performing Arts Center and Auburn University. See upcoming events at goochcenter.auburn.edu. On the other side of this break, we'll go over what's going on across the state in playoffs as it is playoff time here in the state of Alabama. Some games got going yesterday. There's rain going on across the state. All kinds of fun stuff here in November. We'll be back on the Russell Building Supply Countdown to kickoff on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Hello, this is Coley Trant from Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Now, more of the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff on your Auburn High football station, Wings 94.3. Welcome back to the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff, brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Scott Bagwell here joined by Rob Pate. Again, a wet Baker High School. And now let's take a look at what's going on in in the playoffs let's go through what's going on seven through one a and seven a number one central will host davidson number eight baker hosts number four auburn number three mary montgomery hosts number five dothan in a game that some sports writers have mary montgomery as the overwhelming favorite mm. I'm not sure about that uh, dothan's good yeah number seven enterprise is at is uh, hosting da- uh, daphne rather james clements will host hoover number nine hewitt trustville hosts bob jones number two thompson 42-0 over Florence a day ago, and number 10, Austin, will host number 6, Vestavia Hills. Looking at 6A, number 1, Sarah Land, the proverbial favorite in 6A, will host McAdory. Carver and Montgomery will host Briarwood. Number 3, Hillcrest Tuscaloosa will host St. Paul's, so you're going from Mobile to Tuscaloosa for a first-round playoff matchup there. Helena last night knocked off with Tumka 58-28. Ben Russell knocked off Sidney Lanier in the last year of Sidney Lanier football as Sidney Lanier and Carver and Montgomery will combine next year. 39-12 was the final there. Hueytown and Theodore will play 
uh, in that matchup. Pike Road will host Homewood. Spanish Fort, number nine in 6A, will host Bessemer City. Number five, Parker over May Jemison, 61-14. As Parker moves on, number seven, Oxford will host Athens. Gadsden City will host Gardendale. Number six, Hartzell will host Center Point. Number four, Muscle Shoals hosts Pinson Valley. Fort Payne will host Mortimer Jordan. Number two, Clay Chalkville will host Coleman. Number eight, Mountain Brook over Buckhorn, 35-14 to 14 in 6A. It feels like that is matching up to be Sarah Land against Clay Chalkville, who knocked off Thompson earlier this year. In 5A, the team that has grabbed so many headlines recently, number one, Gulf Shores will host Beauregard. And Charles Henderson, 64-20 over Marbury in round one as they advance. Number three, Clay Chalkville hosts UMS Wright in a battle of top coaches in the history of high, of Alabama high school football in that one. Holtville will host Headland. Number 10, Demopolis, 31-28 over Carroll. Carroll has had a lot of tough luck this year. And Demopolis will move on. Valley will host B.C. Rain. Eufaula, 65-19 over Shelby County. Faith Academy will play Elmore County. Number two, Ramsey, 50 to nothing over West Point. Number five leads is will host Arab. Russellville will host Fairfield. Scottsboro will host number six Moody. Number eight Gunnersville will host Springville. Number nine Fairview will host John Carroll. Number seven Southside Gadsden upset against Boaz ten to seven last night. And number four Pleasant Grove advance last night. In 4A action, number two, Jackson uh, will host Cleborne County. Number three, Andalusia will host Simpson Valley. It's a possible two-versus-three matchup in the second round in 4A with Jackson against Andalusia. Number six, Hanley will host St. Michael's. And right now, because because, uh, Veterans Day is so close, it is tomorrow, we're going to have a moment of silence and a round of applause. And my guess is we're about to roll into the national anthem. So we'll go ahead and send this to break on the other side of this break. We will have an interview with uh, Head Coach Keith Etheridge. We'll be back in a bit. You are listening to the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff and the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. From day one back in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been clear, to serve our community, see businesses flourish, and improve lives locally by making sound business decisions and responding with care every day. Today, we continue to fulfill our mission with a team of local, commercial, and consumer lenders who are ready to help meet your needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, online at auburnbank.com. It's time for a pregame visit with Auburn High head coach Keith Etheridge. Welcome back to the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. Scott Bagwell here, joined by head coach Keith Etheridge and coach. 
first round of the playoffs, and uh, even though it's it's a long bus ride at the end of the day, you're into the dance. You get yeah. the opportunity, and uh, that's all it's about, getting to the playoffs, and then what happens from there happens. That's right. It's one team season. I mean, one, one game season, you know, we say – Every year, you know, take it one game at a time, and don't matter where you got to play, don't matter what you got to do, you just got to get there. Yep. And uh, been on the road a lot this year. Uh, yeah. I think the fourth time that you've gone two plus hours away. Yeah. Luckily, three and zero oh in, yeah. in those long road <laughs> trips. But uh, it's always a little bit different getting on the road and having to travel so far away from home, especially with a playoff game uh, yeah. to play at the end of it. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you know, you the things you worry about, like weather, you're going to be. And make sure you have everything that you need because you're going a long distance away. Ain't no going back to the school yeah. and grabbing anything. But uh, you know, we we just gotta uh, just do the little things right. But you know, it's 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 kind of good too to get away though a little yeah. bit, and and your kids get to see a lot of different stuff, and you know, just enjoy the process. If I would have told you the Monday after Enterprise when you get the Jackson news that he's hurt and you're about to go into the next the big. You're going to the playoffs, and you're going to be eight and two. You probably take it and don't even ask any questions on who you're playing in the first round, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, you just want to get there. It, yeah. it doesn't matter what seed you get. What you know, getting to the playoffs. You know, we want. I've won a state championship being a three seed. You know, I've, it's it's just making sure that you're there, making sure that your your kids are focused and ready to go, and you know. Um, I've been blessed. It's my 18th year. Been in the playoffs every single year for 18 years straight, and you know, for 14 of those years, been in the quarterfinals or above. So, you know, there's, there's, I've seen a lot of playoff games. I've, I've been down to Mobile a lot of times. When I was at Leeds, we went back to back years. Had to go down to UMS and play. And you know, the good thing is. I don't think I've ever lost a game down there. <laughs> even even coaching the Mississippi Alabama game, you know, I've uh, been been able to play down there, you know, two times and in in Montgomery three times coaching in that game and uh, had a lot of success down there. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm made, hopefully it continues. Yeah, that's right. Hopefully it continues tonight. But uh, I think that you know we just got to stay focused and, yeah. and just you know uh, take it like a business trip. That's what we told our kids. It's a it's a very good, it's very explosive Baker team. A lot yeah. of a lot of uh, weapons on the outside. I'm sure they got that central film and they're yeah. licking their chops. Kind of an opportunity. Hey, they threw for so many yards. This is yeah. our opportunity to. Do. I'm sure your defense is ready to to have an yeah. opportunity to go out there against a good offense and and prove that. Yeah, you know, hey, we things have changed in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and I think you know. Uh, Baker's got a lot of explosive players. The quarterback, he's he can chunk it, he can run it. I think he's got over 2,000 passing, you know, 1,200 rushing. So the kid can flat out yeah. play. You know, he's not he's not committed to Mississippi State for nothing. Right. Uh, the Kane kid, really good receiver. You know, committed to Auburn. They got another receiver committed to Troy. So they got weapons all over the place. Running backs really good. So they got weapons all over the place. We just gotta we just gotta know where those guys are and make sure that you know, I mean, we've played teams with weapons right. all over yeah. the place already, but we just gotta know where those guys are and we gotta make sure that we uh we put some attention to detail and make sure that uh we don't give them the big plays. Right. You know, they're going to make some plays. I mean, because they're that good. Right. Uh, we just don't need them to make the big plays and put points on the board. Well, something that helps your defense if the offense plays well and the special yeah. teams plays well to make sure that 
your offense can keep pressure on their offense, yeah. and the special teams can make the uh, the field long for the, for their offense to travel. Yeah, and I'm and you know if I'm sitting on the other side, I'm I'm watching our film and say, hey, they got some weapons that yeah. you know. I mean, Owen Matson, Tyler Flakes, you know, uh, Henry Allen, Jackson yeah. Kilgore, Ian Nation. Ian Nation is as good as any receiver I've seen. There ain't you know I wouldn't trade him for anybody. Yeah, you're talking about Ian who has a. Last year, most yards, most reception in a single season. He's going to lead Auburn High School with the most yards and catches ever by any receiver at Auburn High School. That's amazing. Um, he's he's been an absolute pleasure to watch the last two years. Yeah, and just you know, not only that great of a player, but he's even a better person. Oh, he's a great yeah. kid. Um, I sort of get teary eyed even thinking about losing him. You, you know, you talk to your kids about wanting to extend the season every single week in the playoffs, and you know, selfishly. You know, uh, for me, it's just like you get one more week with him. Yeah. So, Coach, thanks for your time. Good luck tonight. Appreciate you, brother. That's head coach Keith Ethram. We'll be back. We'll have more. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank and Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customers' satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. It's almost game time on your Auburn High School football station. Now, the Auburn Banks starting lineups. Welcome back to the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff, brought to you by Russell DeWitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Now let's take a look at the starting lineups, brought to you by Auburn Bank. The local team, Their local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you, and proud to sponsor Auburn High School football. Let's start with the offense. It is an or situation, a quarterback, Henry Allen or Jackson Kilgore. As uh, Auburn has gone to a two-headed monster the last couple of weeks, Jackson Kilgore, since coming back, has played well at quarterback. Your starting running back is Tyler Flakes. You will see Omar Mapson, who is about 20 yards away from uh, 1,000 yards. He should get that here tonight. Griffin McLean, your starting tight end. We'll see a lot of Tyler McKinnell as well. Cody Palmer in the slot. Ian Nation on the outside along with Gibson. Vothridge, you'll see Josh Askew as well. Left tackle, Clem Walmack, Hugh Botterford at left guard. Jalen Foster is your center. Case Whaley is at right guard. Trenton Pritchett or Aiden Platt will be at tackle. Towns Magoo will be kicking off on the defense. Marquise Washington and Caleb Pitts on the outside. 
Deuce White is on the inside along with Caleb Crawford. Kyle King is back, and Amias Greathouse will rotate in as well. Jace Williams at one linebacker. Ty Hudson is the other linebacker. Jackson Mills rolls down to the nickel. Andrew Hahn will also rotate in as, as well. Pete Davis, Mike Gunn will be your corners. Davis Smith, who has played so well at safety uh, this season, and Trey Marcus Webb. Cheetah Webb will be the other safety. Talked with the DB coaches, and they could not talk enough good things about how well Jackson Mills and Davis Smith have played this year, and they have played very, very good football this year. The back four will be tested tonight as all, as D- Baker surely will take some shots. On the other side of this break, we'll have the kickoff. We're about three minutes from it, and when we come back, it'll be Tigers and Bakers in the fir- or Tigers and Hornets in the first round of the playoffs. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network and the Russell Building Supply Countdown to kickoff on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Wings 94.3 WGZZ and WGZZ HD Waverly Auburn Opelika. This is Coach Hugh Freeze, and your home for Auburn football and Auburn Opelika is also your home for classic hits. Wings 94.3. From Wings 94.3 Sports, Auburn High School football is on the air presented by the orthopedic clinic russell building supply and southern union also brought to you by auburn bank franklin tire and auto university ace hardware troy bank and trust and by goosh performing arts center baker is on the field and here come your auburn high school tigers track coming in from the left side to the right side if you are familiar with the campus of Baker High School or here because of baseball a couple of years ago, the left side of the stadium and what we're looking at is towards the baseball field. The right side is towards the woods. Tigers making the trip across the parking lot into the end zone. You don't see that a lot, having to, having to, to jog across the cement and, uh, and the pavement of the parking lot onto the field for Auburn High School. Both teams come through with their banners and their smoke. We're about ready for action. As uh, Baker, they have put 12 minutes on the mark. Baker has the Jeopardy theme song going. We're still two minutes to seven. But goodness gracious, we're ready, we're ready for action here. Tigers will be kicking off 
Right to left, back deep is number five, Bryce Kane, and number nine, Roderick Taylor, two of the playmakers, the receiver and the running back for the Hornets are back deep. Got to have Talented McGoo to have a good night. Don't want these two guys to get their balls on the ha- or their hands on the ball uh, at the early part of the game. Yeah, and Towns, uh, you know, had a little bit of a struggle getting the ball into the end zone with consistency over the last two weeks. Last week he had the opportunity to kick on grass. Auburn tried to get him the uh, the, the state record with the 62-yarder, came up just short. But, um, you know, he I know he wants to come out and, and, and do his part for this Auburn kickoff team. And, Scott, I watched as Auburn right under the field and, and got a sense of just the emotion and, and what this game means. I saw Tyler McKennell standing at the uh, the entrance to the field and, and gave a five, a, a handshake, a hug to every guy that walked in. So uh, they, they, they're ready. They want to uh, get this victory tonight. This is the senior class that's played for a state title. They probably had another state championship opportunity ripped away from them at Central. And Towns Magoo right on cue. Eight yards deep, and it will be first and ten, Baker, at their own 20-yard line. Yeah, that's good to see from Towns to kick in. Uh, and, you know, the, the rain had died down just a little bit, uh, but, uh, you know, it's still wet conditions, grass field, and uh, Towns does his job right there. Auburn defense gets to come out and see if they can't set, a stu- set, set the tone against a prolific, uh, probably one of the most athletic uh, offenses that we've seen this season in Baker. Yeah, and that says a lot because we played Central as – It'll be Kane to the near side. He's your Auburn commit. It's an empty set from the jump. Flowers, your quarterback. Three receivers to the near side, two tight ends to the right, and they will flip. You will have five skill guys to the near side. Flowers has it. It's a quarterback sweep from the start. Tigers bottle it up pretty well. Coming in, Caleb Crawford and uh, Jace Williams, your defensive tackle and your inside linebacker combined to make the tackle gain of about two on the play. Yeah, Auburn does a good job where Baker just tries to outflank them, had trips to one side, and then two more H-backs come over, and then they just pull two guys to that side as well. Auburn stops it for minimal gain. Twin receivers to the left with an up back and a tight end to the right as well. High snap, and it's a dive right up the middle. Tigers get a bunch of bodies there right up the middle. And it's coming off of it. Ty Hudson, who had a double-digit tackle day a week ago, as well as Caleb Pitts and Deuce White. If we're saying Caleb Pitts, Deuce White, and Ty Hudson's name a lot, it's a good day for the Tigers. Third down at about four. Those guys up front did a good job of plugging holes and taking on blockers because Ty Hudson was able to roam uh, without any blue jerseys, uh, attacking him, able to get downhill to the ball carrier right there. This Baker offensive front, not overly big. They look pretty athletic. They've got some guys that can move. Uh, but Auburn uh, definitely has uh, has them in the uh, in the physical department right here, just on size. Twin receiver or solo receivers to each side. Flowers has it, drops back, and it's a double move across the on both sides. It has an open receiver and overthrown, looking for Kane on the far side. And it was a stop and go both sides on the near side. Mike Gunn was there with him. Pete Davis on the other side got beat by a couple steps by Kane. However, he was he did force Kane to go outside. And, and the throw went over his head, out of bounds, incomplete, punting time for the Hornets. Yeah, these corners will have to uh, have their head on the swivel. They're going to have to get hands on these receivers. They're not big, but they're super fast. And uh, that time Pete Davis uh, had was beaten by probably 5 to 10 yards. But uh, that ball was just overthrown, thankfully. Munson, the punter, line drive kicks, going to hit at the 43 and roll. And Auburn will jump on it, and Auburn comes away with it. It looks like that it was... Cheetah Webb, who was just trying to get a, a make sure he got a good hand on it before jumping on it. Tigers offense will take over now. First and 10, 10.32 left to go. First score, first uh, first drive here for the Tigers. Yeah, no doubt Cheetah gave Coach Etheridge a heart attack over there, waiting for that ball to, to, to die. Uh, that Baker uh, punt 
um, team was was down there in a hurry and uh, was kind of surrounding him. That was uh, that was too close for comfort for me, Scott. But yeah. he did he did finally get on it. And Auburn's going to take over. Auburn stays on script here. They wanted 10 personnel in their first snap, and they do. It's Kilgore in the gun to Flakes. Flakes trying to get to the outside. Get a, gets a good gain on the play, trying to get around that. It was three receivers to the wide side and a solo tight end to the near side. Tigers get good yardage on first down, gain of about four, second down and six coming. Yeah, and Auburn ran right behind Trenton Pritchett, uh, the sophomore tackle starting over there at right tackle tonight. Quad set into the boundary. We haven't seen that a lot this year, but Auburn shifts into kind of their normal set here with three receivers into the wide side of the field. Kilgore in the gun. Again, tight end solo attached to the right side. Kilgore has it, drops back, wants to see it, looking for his out route. And Ian Nation is who we wanted, incomplete. It's going to be third down at about six, maybe seven. If he holds it for a little bit longer, Auburn had to post coming open for a touchdown. Yeah, Baker was in a zone, and, and it kind of was just all kind of nothing really materializing. And I don't know that uh, um, that we thought that we had enough time to sit there and let that play develop, but uh, that time just kind of threw it where nobody was in that zone and uh, not, not really close to any receiver particularly. Tigers bunch it into the short side of the field. Tiger on the Tigers on the offensive line communicating. Auburn will shift. Griffin McLean goes outside, as does Flakes in an empty set. Kilgore has it, drops back, and he wants his out route to – actually, that's Ian Nation who lined up in the backfield. A little tricky formation there for the Tigers. Get what they want and should be first down yardage on third down and seven across the 40 to about the 42 and that first down. Well, it's a different look for Auburn. They typically have Nation out split wide, and they, and they run the out. That time they line him up in the backfield and get the matchup that they want, get him on a safety and uh, he's able to run it from the slot position. At the 41, Kilgore wants the bubble to the outside hazard receiver. Nice cut up the middle there by the slot receiver who was working behind two blocks, making that catch there was Ian Nation. Good yards on first down. Yeah, they have a, a kid, number one. I, I'm not sure if it's uh, Dawson Kelly or if it's Jaden Robinson, but uh, one of their guys is is shadowing uh, Ian Nation. Everywhere he lines up, one goes with him. So uh, they're showing you right out of the from the from the start that they're playing man up on on ian nation wherever he's at bold uh it looks like that is number one that is uh that is uh kelly and uh, running back went down yeah. kilgore goes hard and ends up getting his first down well you were looking down on that play trying to find who number one was but that was an outstanding play by jackson kilgore because tyler flakes fell down he slipped out of his stance kilgore had the ball held out to hand it to him and just could not get the ball to him, so had to run into the hole. And Kilgore picks up the first down right where the hole opened up. Nine over min- left tackle. Nine minutes left to go here in the first quarter. Tigers with the uh, first down into, and that's an incomplete pass. It's an incomplete pass. Tigers go jet sweep to Omar Maps, and that's the reason you run that pot pass is because if you mess up the uh, – the, the handling there, it is an incomplete forward pass, and the officials get it correct. And good planning right there because that's two plays in a row. You've seen the weather kind of come into a effect here. Uh, you know, the other thing is that snap comes in awful hot yes, from, uh, from Jalen Foster. Um, so, you know, he has to make certain that uh, that he's got his hands gripped well, and, and Auburn makes a, a change at quarterback here with Henry Allen on third, second and ten. Second and ten, the Tigers go with their tight, their three tight end set. Actually, it's just a two-side end set with Henry Allen, and he snaps it, and he's going to hand it off. No, fake, and it's counter. He puts his foot in the ground, runs hard, gets hit by four people or so. He gets to the 45-yard line, third and seven. Fun note about Henry Allen in Baker High School. Over there on that field is when he made his debut on the varsity baseball team and hasn't left the lineup since. Wow. As a freshman, made his debut in the playoffs over there. 
Tigers on third and seven will stay with their heavy look. The Crusader package, they call it. Give inside to Mapson. Mapson gets hit across the 45. He gets close to the 40-yard line. They're going to mark him at about the 42. Fourth down and about five coming. It looked like Auburn was about a block away from seeming that one. Yeah, and on that play call on, on third down, told you they were going forward on fourth. Yeah. They're, they're at the 42-yard uh, line right here going in. Uh, it's going to be fourth and about five, maybe a long four right there. I guess it's a full five. Is it close enough that if you go off count, hard count, and get it, do you not? Do you get the first? But Auburn does go no play. Tyler McKennell is echoing the call. Senior leadership there. Omar Mapson flips to the other side next to Henry Allen. Allen has it, and he keeps it. And fighting hard, he's going to be short of the line again. Had to get five. He got about three. First down, Baker coming. Yeah, they needed a little bit more on that third down. They, they thought, I think, that they could get to a fourth and maybe three or four, and that was just a little 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 bit too much to get on that play. But I know the coaches want to be a little bit conservative with the weather, uh, but a good job really there by Baker standing tall and um, and getting Auburn off the field on fourth down. First and ten, Baker at their own 39-yard line. They'll come in with three receivers or, or twins to the left with an up back and a solo receiver to the near side. The two talented receivers lined up over to the left side and look, fakes inside power by the quarterback trying to get, I, I think that was a, a, a called swing from the jump. Either way, it's going to be incomplete, and it will be second down and 10 coming. Yeah, he tried to step in there like it was a quarterback power and then uh, swing it out in a little swing pass, but uh, Auburn was all over it. They had guys outside in, inside out, and uh, would have would have had that stop for no gain had he made the catch. Good job, Auburn. 7.30 left to go here in the opening quarter. No score. Tigers are in, or Baker's in their second possession, and that's a pin and pull action. Tigers, th- I thought they had people to the to the point of attack. It's going to be gain of about four on the play, or six on the play. It's third down and four coming. Yeah, somehow the uh, running back was able to slip through Pete Davis um, and Ty Hudson. Hudson. They were both right there, but uh, he was able to pop through it and uh, pick up about six or seven. And he gets them in a third manageable right here at about the 45-yard line. 45, they got to get across the 49-yard line. We'll see what the signs are as there's only about two sets of signs going on. So if the Michigan, probably pretty easy to pick out what's going on here. <laughs> Play clock down to seven. Shift to a two-back look. Does Baker. It's kind of a heavy set. And it's a give to the running back. Tigers do a great job on that one. It's gain of about one on the play, and it's fourth down. Actually, it's a good spot. Gain of about two, fourth down and two coming. Baker not wasting time. They'll bring on the punt team. Yeah, they tried to run opposite of the pullers, and uh, that time both Cheetah Webb comes in from his safety spot, made a nice uh, run-the-alley tackle right there, and then also had help from Ty Hudson who's been all over the field in the first yep. two series. He's, uh, I think the defensive front for Auburn's doing a fantastic job of keeping him clean so he can run freely to the ball. But that's a good job by Auburn playing physical right there after turning the ball over. So they go away from the pullers there. That's something Auburn went over and walked through that Coach or Coach Goolsby wanted to make sure they were good on just in case they tried to pull it away from the pullers. Great punt. It's going to go over Cheetah Webb's head, and the wind looks like it kind of picked up there. It'll go out of the back of the end zone. The Tigers will take over at their own 20-yard line. With 5.58 left to go here in the opening quarter, no score. Well, that was a good job by Cheetah Webb to let that one go. That one uh, had a lot of steam on it. He wanted to make a play, you could tell, but it was going to have to require him to make a difficult catch. And, uh, you know, he let the momentum of the of the ball just carry into the end zone, and, and Auburn's going to take over at the 20. He was going to have to make a Jackson Mills type catch. He was, and, and not, not the night that's conducive for that. 
Kilgore comes back into the game. Twin receivers to the left, solo receivers to the right. Flakes in the gun next to him. Tries to get outside, trying to find somewhere to cut up. Fights hard to get what he can. Unfortunately, he's not going to be a line effect to lose a yard, second and 11. Yeah, I think Auburn would really like to try to, to throw the ball a little bit to loosen up this uh, this Baker defense. They're stacked in to stop the run. They know what the weather situation is. Um, Auburn has Jackson Kilgore in. They've got trips to the boundary. We'll see if they put one and, and lift it into the air here. They go hard counts, and now, again, a lot of movement, a lot of shifts that Auburn likes to do that they haven't really been able to do because Jackson hasn't been in. Now he is, and Auburn's doing a lot more of it. Drives back, does Kilgore, steps up in the pocket, now looks to get what he can out of. it. gets positive yards, gets out of bounds across the 20-yard line to about the 23-24, third down and manageable coming here. Yeah, that time it's uh, just a little matchup zone right there that, uh, that that Baker does. Again, one is tracking Ian Nation. He lines up wherever he does, but they popped into a zone. Jackson doesn't like what he sees and tries to pick it up with his feet. Five minutes left to go here in the opening quarter. Kilgore in an empty set, claps his hands, and will now call out the protection and also the new play. And now going back into the backfield with him is Tyler Flakes. Plenty of time on the play clock. Two-by-two two set now for the Tigers. Kilgore has it, drops back. Here comes a blitz. Wants his out, wants his receiver, but but right now Baker's doing a good job of, of, of muddling up the look, and Jackson doesn't really like what he's seeing. Tigers will have to punt. Yeah, so accustomed to um, our our league, our, our region with man coverage. You know, they just line up and, and play a lot of man, not a lot of zone, and, and Baker's throwing zone at them but they're putting defenders over key people, and uh, we're just having a hard time right now breaking the guys open that uh, that we typically go to. Um, Auburn have to get over there on the on the screen and, and figure out how they want to attack this defense. That's something that also you'll see in, in the first couple of rounds of the playoff or the first round of the playoffs here in 7A. McKinnell gets that one off a high kick. Fair catch called for and made, and at the 38-yard line, that's where Baker will take over. You are so used, you're playing teams and coaches that you're used to. Not the case now. So Auburn's going to, and I'm sure there's both teams that put in something new that they haven't necessarily shown on film. So Auburn, I think, just going to have to figure out what exactly the coverages are, what's Baker doing to confuse the pass game, and get and get, start calling stuff they like. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, Auburn defensively has done a really good job stopping the run. Uh, Baker with two three-and-out possessions. But uh, they did have a kid break open one time. So, uh this time they, they put their guy, uh, Bryce Kane, over to the right side. He hasn't been on this side yet. And and Mike Gunn is playing inside leverage, and it's a sweep to the outside. That's an amazing tackle by Ty Hudson there. No gain on the play as Andrew Hahn and the tight end gets get tangled up. I don't think there was anything malicious no. there. Um, I just think they were just playing. All of a sudden, a guy goes flying, and it sticks out. Well, you talked about uh, Ty Hudson. I mean, that was a incredible play. No gain right there against a um, against a quality running back in in a open field, tight area right there. He just comes in and, and makes an outstanding play for this Auburn defense on first down. Two tight end sets, solo receivers to each side. Here comes motion, kind of zoom motion, and he was going yeah, forward was. at the line. No call and an easy throw, but over his head is Flowers incomplete. Third down and 10-plus coming. Yeah, mix-up in uh, in coverage there by Auburn. We had two guys running with a deep shot. They send guy on a on a little uh, out route, the motion man that uh, that was moving forward like he was in Canada. But um, We're not uh, the only ones that saw that. Coach Etheridge immediately <laughs> yeah. went to official to have oh, a guy. He, he sees it. everything. Hey, you know he's not going to miss anything. 
But, uh, yeah, the quarterback just overshot it. So he's had two two guys in uh, three different possessions that were running open. Now that one was toward the sideline, may have gained 10 yards. The first one would have been a touchdown yeah. um, had he put the ball in the money. But uh, he's overshot it. Tough conditions to throw the ball in tonight. Baker taking their time, and they're finally going to realize they need to call a timeout as they were still going over on the play sheet what they wanted here on this third down and 10. 341 left to go in the opening quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. My joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the orthopedic clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointment today. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94.3. Now that's classic. A big third down and 10 coming here. 341 left to go in the opening quarter. No score. Both teams trying to get their footing on offense. Baker looking for the first first down. Auburn had a good drive and then kind of stalled at the end. Went for it on fourth down and got stopped and then had a three and out. Um, and both teams also looking for something they can get going in the pass, in the passing game. Flowers in an empty set. It's kind of a hide the tight end to the near side, and there goes the up back to the other side. Flowers has it, drops back. Tigers bringing some pressure, wanting it over the middle of the field, and that's going to be a flag on Pete Davis as, um, I'm going to be honest with you, I looked up and saw Kane down. I don't know if there was contact. The Auburn offense or Auburn coach is not happy. I don't know if it was a slip or what. Yeah, I'm not sure either. They had trips over to the far side, and uh, Kane was coming in on a post, and both both defender and receiver were on the ground 10 yards away from where the ball landed. Uh, I, I guess that they get uh, Pete Davis with uh, just hooking Kane and, and uh, making a tackle but while the ball was in the air. That's uh, that's Baker's first first down. They they still haven't picked up anything through the air nope. or on the ground. I mean that, that's uh, Auburn defensively has really really done well this uh, at the outset of this game here. Auburn coach is trying to figure out what exactly the call was. Two more tight ends are shifting for each side. Auburn trying to make sure they are aligned properly. Inside give knows quarterback keeper Tigers stay at home. Good job there by Caleb Pitts. Folks, I knew Caleb Pitts had an opportunity to be good. The Caleb Pitts we saw at the beginning of the year and the Caleb Pitts we are seeing right now are two different players. And the Caleb Pitts that played at the start of the year in August was a pretty darn good football player. The Caleb Pitts that was playing against uh, Central Phoenix City it was a stud. Yep. Uh, he was dominant in that game and all over the football field. Um, he has the potential to take over a game. And, um, you know, from the looks of, of the Baker front, he, he should. I yeah. mean, he, he should dominate this, and, and Auburn should hold steady against the run. Tigers bringing a lot of people inside. Triple option look. Flowers decides to keep that one if he's able to get it outside. Might have been trouble. Third down and about eight coming. Uh, but also with that, to be fair to Flowers, Tigers had outside leverage. So if he would have pitched it, it would have been dangerous with the left hand also. Yeah, that was Han out there, number six, that uh, was able to kind of play both he feathered the pitch and the quarterback faked it and then cut inside and by that time the Auburn defense had surrounded him and then he had to given up on the pitch but you're right if he had just let that thing go it had been a foot race to the Auburn sideline 
or a pick for Han, and he might be a foot race <laughs> to, the, to, to the end zone. A late oh. sub here, under 10 seconds left to go here on the play clock, and Baker once again on third down will have to call a timeout. We'll take it with him. 2.06 left to go here in the opening quarter. No score with Auburn and Baker in the first round of the 7A playoffs. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Third down and about seven coming here for the Hornets. They have moved into Auburn High School territory. It's third down and about seven from about the 44-yard line. Last time on third down and distance, they looking for a post to Kane, but Auburn got called for the P.I., They'll kind of bring some uh, – it's a condensed formation on the far side, on the near side, rather, which is – it. well, the ball's pretty much in the middle of the field. And then they have solo receivers to the outside. And now Baker still trying to get lined up the way that they want to. Sideline warning going to be called on the Hornets. Well, anytime they condense sets like this, I think of two things. Either they're giving themselves room to be able to run something back towards the sideline, so you look for an out, a flood combination. They have three potential receivers over here, and, um, you know, so that's one. And the other is crossers, you know, having guys just running uh, across the field, trying to, uh, to cross the face, beat the defender, and uh, lead a cane or somebody running away from, uh, from a Mike Gunn who, who's guarding him over here on this side. Well, you got to be you got to be alert of two and five in the pass game for, um, and that's Beckham and Kane for, uh, for the yep. Hornets of Baker, and then Taylor is the running back. Flowers is the is the quarterback. Flowers in the gun. Same look here on about third down and eight. Tigers show pressure. They get somebody free, and Jace Williams has them swallowed up. And then about four teammates come and help them. Big loss. Back across the 40-yard line, Tigers got a free runner on the Mike Blitz, and they and they and it, it scores true for Auburn. That sure did. That's Jace Williams coming through there. He and Ty Hudson run just a, a cross right there, and, and 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 Jace is able to swing free and does a really good job. But because the quarterback's a big, athletic kid, tries to sideswipe him, sidestep him right there, and Jace is able to keep his feet and uh, and drives drives him back. Yeah, the spot. I mean, they did lose 10 yeah. on the play, but, uh, man, he, he was tackled 15 yards behind that. It went from the 39 to the 45 in a bad punt. Tigers get away from it, hit and roll towards us, and it'll hit and roll away. And Seven-yard punt. The ball boy almost goes out and touch the, touches the football, <laughs> which would have been a 15-yard penalty. Auburn High School will have their best field position of the night at about the 46-yard line going in. Yeah, seven-yard punt right there for Baker. And uh, you're right, Auburn. Auburn offensively, you got to take advantage of what your defense just gave you right yeah. there, right on the heels of uh, of the Jace Williams sack. Um, Auburn comes out now with uh, Henry Allen at quarterback. Yeah, and they call it the, the Cruisers or, uh, package. And honestly, I might see if you get any more action out of that flea flicker. Yeah, maybe so. 
Good time to do it right here. Omar Mapson in the gun with Allen. Tigers will pitch it outside, and Auburn looking for a seam. They got it. And to the outside, actually, Omar ends up ends up putting his foot in the ground and cuts it back in, and we'll see what they give him. Is it 9 or 10? Looks like a li- maybe a little bit short of the line to gain. I thought he was going to have a seam to the outside, and it's going to be second down and about one. Really like that play and like seeing a guy like Ian Nation out there in the slot blocking hard for someone. And then Jalen Foster pulling around the center, getting out there, leading the way. That's impressive. They give him the first down inside give to Mapson. Mapson, patient, gets stuck up, and now he gets bent backwards and gained to about the 40-yard line. First down, uh, yard, first down play gives Auburn about four on that one. Second down coming up as Ian Nation will flip. And Auburn lining up quickly. Second down and about four coming. Auburn probably should have gotten no more maps in his hands on the ball prior to now, but uh, see if he can take advantage. Pullers right up the middle, Omar Mapson first down, and he'll get to about the 31-yard line. Big gain on that play, first down and 10 Tigers. 20.8 left to go here in this one. I'm going to go ahead and say it, unofficially, Omar Mapson over 1,000 yards. <laughs> awesome. Well, he's had a great, great year, and uh, even on that play, just the vision that he shows Cuts that thing right back uh, across the grain and uh, just runs with so much power. Eight seconds left to go. Tigers will just run, dive up the middle. Omar runs over a guy, runs over a second guy into the second level. And with that, Auburn High School moves into the Byron Smokehouse red zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. And when we come back, uh, well, one, we'll have the Baker player kind of pick up his mouthpiece as uh, Omar Mapson ran over about three of them on that play. Tigers will have it first down and 10 in the red zone at the 19-yard line. When we come back for the second quarter, we'll be back in two in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn high school sports network presented by the orthopedic clinic it's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers printers and scanners and waiting for days for service abs of auburn is your locally owned and operated solution a full line canon lexmark toshiba and rico dealer abs of auburn specializes in smooth efficient office operations get the systems tools and expertise you need for streamlined productivity plus reliable support that's always on call abs of auburn how may we help you call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile. Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football. Wings 94-3. First down and 10 from the 19 going in for the Tigers. Auburn will shift four players over to the to the wide side of the field, and Auburn's just trying to get to a pitch, and they do to Maps, and Maps and wins the race. Now tries to cut it up, and he will. Into the end zone from 19 yards out. Omar Mapson for the 15th time this year finds Paydirt. Great play call. They just outflanked them. They lined up in, uh, you know, one formation and then got up and quickly shifted almost everybody to the left side, which is their dominant side, and uh, just tossed that thing to uh, toss the ball to Omar Mapson. And he goes untouched around the left end right there for uh, for a touchdown. One guy had uh, kind of bled through, 
But uh, Omaha just wins the race, and that was an impressive drive. They needed that, Scott, after what the defense did with the sack. And uh, just a physical drive. On a wet night, this is a big play right here. Towns would go on to attempt the PAT. Kick is up, and that kick is true. 11.41 left to go here in the second quarter. 7-0 Tigers lead. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Since Auburn Bank opened in 1907, we've been tested by world wars, pandemics, and plenty of troubled times. Through it all, we've not only survived, but thrived by staying true to our core values of sound money management and putting our customers first. And just as surely as more challenges will come, we'll meet them the way we always have, with your confidence and our experience. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. 7 nothing as Omar Mapson punches it in from 19 yards out. 1,000 yards, 15 touchdowns now on the year for Omar. And Auburn, uh, yeah, you're right. Defense helps set up with the big sack, a bad punt, and Auburn cashes it in with the 60-yard touchdown drive. And that gives the defense juice. I mean, that gives them life. You go out and you make plays, you set up your offense in nice field position, and they capitalize on it. You want to come out here and try to and replicate that in this next possession. Towns Magoo drives it, and, folks, he hit that one 15 <laughs> yards deep. Holy cow. He did. It's, it's hard to tell which direction the wind's blowing from, from where we're at. The, the flagpole looks like it's just blowing straight down. But outside of the stadium over there, it looks like an old, like, Civil War battlefield yeah, or does. something. I mean, there's nothing over there. It's, uh, so whoever's having to go chase those balls down from Towns is uh, uh, it's all, it's like a haunted field out there. <laughs> Tigers get, lead 7 to nothing now as Auburn on the first play of the second quarter, which is brought to you by Troy Bank & Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank & Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. Auburn are challenging these receivers on the outside. Flowers in the gun, and it's going to be Jet Sweep trying to get to the outside. A great job by the defensive end there. Actually, that was the linebacker, Jace Williams, set the edge, force the running back up, and then flow there, keeps that to a one-yard game. It sure was. Everybody did their part right there. That was, uh, like you said, Jace Williams comes in and, and, and makes the, the receiver cut back in. And then number four, Davis Smith, runs the alley and is able to bring the ball carrier down. Mike Gunn gets his helmet in there as well. Twin receivers to the right formation, the wide side. Flowers has it on a give up the middle. Tigers do a good job of closing in. Gain of about three on the play. It's going to be third. Actually, check that. It's gain of about five on the play. It's going to be third down and five coming. Yeah, that probably one of Baker's best run plays right there to get him in third manageable. But it, you, you, I get the sense that Baker tries to maybe do some play action right here. Lowell Auburn to sleep. They've run the ball a lot over the last uh, couple of drives and uh, put that ball in the belly and see if they can get one over the top right here. I almost would just call it either that or quarterback run. Yeah. Flowers is a dynamic athlete. You see if you can get him on the edge. This also looks like a Statue of Liberty formation for Auburn. It's triple option. And Flowers puts his foot in the ground, tries to get vertical, and he will on third down and five get about six on that one, first down and ten. Yeah, I think that uh, they've had more success trying to get uh, a little bit wider. Um, in, things in between tackles have really been clogged up. Deuce White, uh, Caleb King, th those kids up front uh, have done a, a really good job. Kyle King making uh, his presence felt, but uh, I think that's the first uh, That's the first time they've converted a first yeah. down, isn't it? Outside of the PI, yeah. yeah. 
And off tackle here, trying to set the edge there. Tigers don't do as good a job that time. Jackson Mills tried to, to shoot the gap, and Mike Gunn, the cornerback, had to had to fill across the 40-yard line. We'll see if they – and they will give him the first yard or the first down, first and ten coming for Baker as they've got the edge a couple of times. Yeah, got the edge over on this side. Uh, you're right. Had a lot of guys pulling and uh, just uh, too soft over here on this on this right side. Auburn rotates their defensive front out and uh, brings in some fresh bodies to see if they can't uh, get a stop. I'm wondering if it's if, – see if they're just trying to run it at Jackson Mills, who's more of a DB than he is a linebacker. Inside give, and it's a pitch to the outside, and they do get it to the outside. Cheetah Webb able to force the running back inside, gain of about eight on the play as uh, that's a new – New back or new player that we haven't really seen a whole lot. That's Jalen Wheeler, a sophomore, with a burst there, gain of eight on the play. As it looks like Baker's found something they like here in this triple option look. Yeah, and everything's been wide. It's uh, everything outside of the tackles. They, they did a really good job, the quarterback, of making a quick read because uh, we, we had a guy, Jackson Mills, in his face very quickly. Two back look with a tight end once again, and it's give to the outside, trying to get to the outside. Tigers do a better job of shoring up. The, the, the right side of that defensive line, the left side of the defensive line. But on second and two, it's a gain of three and a first down. Well, he, he's definitely got a big burst, number 16. He's, he's a different look from what uh, they've shown their first couple of drives. But he's not a big body. If, uh, if Auburn can put some, some hats on him, be physical with him, he's jumped also at the end of both of his runs trying to leap for extra yards. Um, you know, you talk to each other and you say, hey, we put an end to that if we're just physical with the kid. Wheeler comes off and he gets a bunch of attaboys as it's a two tight end set coming in. This feels like play action a shot right here. Wheeler has it and it's straight speed. Oh, Wheeler or uh, Flowers rather puts his foot in the ground and in the open field. 30, 25, 20 gets, gets tackled out of bounds as Jalen uh, Pete Davis's helmet comes off. And the question there is, how and Auburn will have to have a defensive back come into the game as Baker on a, on a very nice drive moves inside the red zone as they have gotten the edge a lot yes yeah, this drive got the edge on the uh, on the option but uh, cut the ball back against the grain and just Auburn with the over pursuit he almost took it out the back door as that will be it looks like it was a false start as a couple of guards got moving too soon that was a good job by Deuce White of pointing that out. It almost looked like they were going to let that play proceed. He hit a knee, pointed towards the offense. The uh, The umpire behind the play didn't call it. It was the um, the line judge over on the Auburn sideline. Coach Etheridge is, is asking why that wasn't a, a penalty um, with the stiff arm to the face. That, uh, that, that Well, more so, if Pete Davis gets to stay in, that means his helmet was knocked off via a penalty because he's still in. Baker in the gun, Flowers claps it, tries to get outside once again, and there's there's three holds. None of them called. And that is terrible officiating. Yeah. Nobody got to the outside. There were three holds on that play, nothing called, gain of six on the play, second nine. Well, that was Caleb Pitts trying to fight upfield, and, and, and he's, you know, kind of shaking his head right now. He couldn't get the edge. He couldn't he, – he had he had just jersey being yanked. But I'll tell you, man um, – Jackson Mills comes up and absolutely destroys the ball carrier on that play. A big hit by him. Overset to the right once again, and it's a counter look. Caleb Pitts swallows the running back as they ran uh, GT right at the wrong person. Third down and about nine coming. Yeah, Caleb Pitts looked like he was unblocked on the play. He just swallowed the, uh, the, the tailback up, looks over at the ref and says, hey, 
when they don't tackle me, I can make plays. <laughs> Tigers rotate in. Amias Greathouse comes into the game. Cam Creighton comes into the game. Also into the game is the youngster, Carnell Jackson, number 99. The sophomore, 6'3", 320. Auburn with a lot of beats on the line right now. Flowers has it, drops back, wants, uh, wanted a hitch, not there, and there's a great pressure and flowing in is Pete Davis as uh, it was a two-man concept, and Flowers is upset. I'm not sure if he's upset with the line or the receivers, but it will be kicking time for the Hornets on fourth down and nine. I think he wanted his outside receiver who ended up running a, a deep slant to just sit, settle in that, that Auburn void that, uh, you know, in between the safety and the corner, and he didn't. He ran through the zone right there and uh, had no place to go with it. Auburn, good job of holding after a, um, a couple of first downs they give up here. As Munson will be the kicker. Kick is up, and that kick is... Good. 7-13 left to go here. 7-12 left to go here in the second quarter as Baker answers Auburn touchdown with three points of their own here in the second quarter. 7-3 is our score. We'll be back in the we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE-certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop since 1970. Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. Your hometown station for Auburn sports. Wings 94-3. Cheetah Webb in the center. Omar maps it to our side. Josh Askew on the far side. Munson will be the kicker for the Hornets. 7-3 our score here in the second quarter. Tigers lead. Both offenses seem to have found something that they like. Auburn ran the ball right at Baker uh, on the previous drive. Baker able to get the edge against the Tigers. Cheetah Webb will have it at the 5. He will... Look to return it, look for a block, and try to get outside, and he kind of will, to the 20, to about the 23, 24-yard line. That's where Auburn will take over. Well, I was wrong. I said, <laughs> I said Auburn was going to take that one back to the house on the kickoff. But, um, hey, a good, good, uh, good opportunity here for the offense to come out and just keep the momentum going. Um, you know, you just, you just established – uh, foundationally what it is that you want to do you're, you you exerted your will last drive and uh, just you know keep that keep that mindset and grind it out here i think auburn's taking a shot here to josh Askew. two by two set here kilgore in the gun claps the hands and i'm wrong inside give to omar mapson who gets hit and pushed backwards gain of a couple on the player across the 25 yeah, Auburn uh, continues with the uh, quarterback rotation this time. Um, Kilgore. Got, yep, Jackson Kilgore in. Um, it was Henry Allen the entire last drive. <clears throat> Auburn got towels that they're trying to keep the the ball and their hands wet with. Coaches are having to come out and grab them off of the field. Auburn taking their time getting this play in. Six and a half left to go in the second quarter. Tigers plenty of time on the play clock, 15 seconds left. Twin receivers to the near side, solo receiver to the left. There was the tight end to the left as well. Here comes Askew in motion, and Kilgore has it, looks down the middle of the field, and had his guy but got hit incomplete as there's an Auburn player who ends up going down. I'm not sure. I think he was feet just tangled up. Third down and seven. Tigers looking for that drive concept, a high-low 
getting somebody over the middle of the field late and 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 Kilgore not trusting the protection uh, to let it develop third down at about seven coming now. Kilgore will pull, and he's going to be short as Auburn runs inside zone, and Auburn will have to punt. And there's some upset coaches on the far side, and they are all wearing black for Auburn High School. <laughs> yeah, it looked like that, uh, I mean, almost a disaster because Omar and, and Jackson both wanted that ball and almost pulled it away from one another. I, I don't know if, the, if they're upset that uh, – if they're upset that Jackson kept it, but Coach Etheridge has a is having a long conversation with the line judge over there, so it must have been something about something that Baker had done on that play that they didn't agree with. Big answer by the Baker defense there to force Auburn to go three and out after the good drive by the Tigers. Tiger McKen- or Tyler McKinnell with a good punt, and Auburn gets a good roll out of it, and it will go to about the 20-yard line. That's where Baker will take over. Now time for the Auburn defense to answer the bell. Baker just did it. Auburn needs to. 7-3 Tigers lead, but now they need to stop after Baker has seemed to found something they like in the run game. Yeah, they do. The uh, the, the guys on the perimeter are going to have to step up. The, these guys early on were making some really nice plays inside out. Um, they're going to be tested, and uh, they got to be able to make good open field tackles. Uh, Caleb uh, Pitts is going to have to do an outstanding job of, of selling the holds right there, and uh, really a nice job by by McKennell of flipping the field because uh, we saw what a bad punt can do in Baker's case. Yep. It led to Auburn's first score, and Tyler just just let go of a of a massive punt to push them all the way down to almost twenty yard line. First and ten, Baker. They'll take over right at the twenty one yard line. Flowers. In the gun, little jet motion, and it's a counter right up the middle. Tigers get gashed a little bit there, gain of about three, maybe four on the play, second down coming. And, you know, it, it's it's interesting to see Baker with uh, the success that they have had a little bit on the ground. Early on, it looked like Auburn would, would just manhandle them um, up front. They have the prolific uh, skill players, and uh, they've, they've been fairly silent. So th- this Auburn secondary has to, to pay attention, stay aware, um, be, be savvy, don't be lulled to sleep, and know that they're going to take a shot at any moment. Empty set here as once again, once again, two tight end set as uh, there was a flinch up the middle. Caleb Pitts jumps on the ball just in case the ball was live, and it will be a false start against the, the Hornets, and I'll bring up a second down and long. Yeah, they had been in an empty formation right there. Uh, trips to the uh, to their side and uh, had those the, the tight end winged as they were shifting back over and uh, and I guess the ball just I guess slipped he just, out of yeah, the must center's have. hand. Second down and ten. That's a, kind of a or, or a set that we saw on the first play yeah. of the game for the Hornets. Super wide splits too for uh, the the wide receiver out here. I mean, it's a lot of football field for uh, for Mike Gunn to have to cover. Flowers has it, and he wants underneath. No, he's going to throw it deep. Mike Gunn plays it perfectly. He stayed on top of Kane the whole way and basically ran him he out did. of bounds. And um, I thought that they were might look for the out route there for their number two receiver, uh, Beckham, but they wanted to go to Kane, incomplete third down and ten. Yeah, Mike was physical at the line of scrimmage right there. He's, he's got a lot of size on Kane, and uh, you're right. He's He knows the speed. He stays in front of him. He reroutes him to the sideline, and uh, no place for, for the receiver to continue to path to the ball. Mike was in it. Tigers now facing a third down and ten. Feels like kind of a need to get off the field here if you're if you're Auburn. 
you know, keeps yeah. the momentum, maybe another bad punt, well, gets I mean, some it's, short it's, field. It's, it's, the, it's the money down, and it's yeah. third and ten. I mean, at third and ten, you, you can't afford to give up these, these uh, first downs in this position. Baker has to go quickly, and Flowers gets pressure, and Auburn has him bottled up, and now they'll finally get to him to the ground. Flowers broke a couple of tackles on the initial sack attempt. Auburn finally got there. Baker kept – they kept eight people in. Yeah. It was a two-man concept, and Auburn got there. And, and Ty Hudson was among them. He was one of the first guys that, that got in. Auburn bringing a lot of pressure on, on third and long, not letting uh, this quarterback sit back and – and try to, you know, just find his guys. They're going to make him do it under duress, and, and I like that. That's uh, Coach Goolsby trust his secondary a lot and his front seven to get home. Trey Marcus Webb. Cheetah Webb is your returner. Munson, the punter, gets it away. High kick, and Trey Marcus will fair catch it, will make it at the 40-yard line, and that's where Auburn will take over. First down at 10 at about the 40-yard line of their own 40-yard line here with 3.36 left to go in the uh, in the second quarter. Big drive here. Auburn had a lot of success in their in their multi-tight end package with Henry Allen. We'll see what Auburn wants to do here if they go with Henry or if they go with Jackson. And I see number uh, numero uno check on into the field, so it'll be it'll be um, Henry Allen at quarterback. That's tough. It's tough conditions to throw the ball tonight, and it's windy. It's raining. Uh, even the, the the Baker team having a hard time connecting. Allen in the gun, claps the hands, inside give to Omar. Oh, no, Flakes, and he has big gain on first down across the 50 to about the 46-yard line. And right there, immediately gain of 16 on the play. First down, Tigers, as Flakes shows a nice burst. Sure did, straight over right tackle, and Auburn rushes back up to the line of scrimmage. But uh, that was his best run of the night for Flakes. High snap, and uh, Allen catches it and flakes first down again as he runs through the first arm tackle. Actually, I was uh, a little bit quick on the gun there. It looked like it's a gain of nine, and it's going to be second down and one coming up here with 3.08 left to go in the second quarter. Well, that offensive front doing a good job of opening up some holes for Tyler, and Tyler doing a good job of not letting that first guy get him and running with a lot of aggression to pick up uh, big yardage on first down. Ball right in the middle of the field on second down and one. And keep for Henry Allen as he sees he cuts it up, and it's going to be first down yardage as he gets across the 35, inching towards the 30 yard line in a first. Well, Omar Mapson checks back in. I love it that uh, you let these guys run hard. You get fresh legs back in in here, and uh, Auburn doing what they do best. Give up the middle to Omar. Omar fights hard. It takes so many people to get to him as he gets to the 30 yard line. That's going to bring up a second down and about seven. Yeah, that time he uh, he, he met the defender in the hole and, and took him on, spun, tried to step over him, but uh, more and more guys just kind of got there and they stalemated. Omar never went to the ground. It just became a rugby scrum there. Uh, but Auburn trying to, to be dominant in between the tackles. Nothing's been wide and none of the four plays. Everything's been between tackles so far on this drive. Well, uh, Wag is a uh, coach. Wagner is a big fan of setting up play. So Auburn scores a touchdown, getting outside. Now pound the ball back inside. See if Auburn goes outside here soon or takes a shot. Trying to get outside on the quarterback run. Henry Allen breaks one tackle, cuts it up, breaks another, breaks a third, breaks a fourth into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Well, it gives, gives Auburn an extra blocker anytime Henry Allen is the ball carrier. He's a big body to have to bring down if you're 
if you're a defensive back or really any position on that uh, on that Baker side. But Baker's got everybody within five yards of the line of scrimmage. And give once again the flakes such patience. He burst into the open field for the touchdown. Omar Mabson from about 15 yards out finds Paydirt for the second time here tonight. And with 131 left to go, Tigers extend the lead to 10 points. Hey, that, that was an all-state run right there. I mean, that was impressive. That was Omar bouncing it. That was not where the play was intended. He, he cuts it from the left all the way back over the right tackle and uh, finds a hole that didn't exist and, and just shows his vision and his power right there and speed to get to the, to the, to the goal line. That was a, a leadoff play on a highlight tape right there. Towns Magoo on to attempt the PAT. Kick is up, and that kick is good. 131 left to go, 14-3. Tigers lead now. We'll be back with the kickoff in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV and off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. 14-3 Tigers lead here in the second quarter. We'll get some scores as the broadcast always goes on. Brought to you by Franklin Town Auto. Friendly service from Franklin on East University Drive across from CC's Pizza in Auburn. At, back in Auburn, Alabama at Neville Arena, Auburn University basketball leads southeastern Louisiana 37-25 to now with a minute and a half left to go in the first half. Tigers looking for their first win of the season. Towns Magoo will approach, and he'll drive that one deep and gone. Yeah, 10 yards. As um, as as. Two for Henry Allen. Two straight possessions where it's it it has been. Hey, we're going to run the ball in a bunch of different ways with a couple of different guys, and we're just going to win at the point of attack. Well, it's the beauty of what's happened with Auburn offensively is that you've got a multiple prong attack now with two different quarterbacks that do two different things, and um, you know this is a night that's not conducive for putting the ball in the air very much. And uh, to have a guy like Henry Allen that's a big body, that's a, that's a bruiser that wants to run with it and run through people, this is his kind of night, and, and he's living up to the billing. Spread set two by two into a motion look. First time we've seen this one for uh, Baker. That was an interesting play where he caught it. Looked like it was quarterback run to a boot right, throws the ball into the, into the dirt, incomplete second down and ten. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think they're just trying to take advantage of the of that area, um, that, that space there, the void in the Auburn defense. Uh, but uh, quarterback, again, just not accurate with it, throws it uh, straight at the, at the toes of the receiver. Two-by-two two set here. Baker has it, drops back, and there's a flag on the play. It, and it'll be a false start on Baker. And I, what I think is happening here is these ends smell it. Hey, well, they're going to try to drop back and throw it. We're going to play some coverage. This is our turn to go get it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, both Mar- Marquise Washington and Caleb Pitts uh, both uh, firing off of the ball right there. And also, you know, the clock stopped right now. It's second and, fi- and, and 15, 
Auburn still has three timeouts left, and Baker's trying to push the ball down the field. You get a chance to, to make them punt with a stop here. Three receivers to the right. Tigers show blitz, and Jace Williams comes free. And under duress is Flowers. He had Kane on a slant but wasn't able to set his feet incomplete third down and 15. There's a perfect example right there of accuracy comes from the waist down. Flowers not able to set the feet and and just not able to put accuracy on the throw. Yeah, Kane had uh, some open space right there for uh, for a catch, but um, you're right, just not uh, not an accurate throw. It was low, it was behind, and uh, again stops the clock right here with a minute 23 on the on the clock. This, Auburn with a great chance to, to get the ball back here before the half. smells of draw screen or just straight drop back go ball. Flowers has it, and he drops back, and it was drop back go ball. And actually check that is working back to him is his receiver. Incomplete, three and out and a loss of five. 114 left to go here in the quarter. Tigers with two with three timeouts will now get the ball back. Yeah, and a great job by Auburn defensively to, uh, to, to put two people. They double covered that time. Um, Bryce Kane, and were able to, to get the quarterback to take his eyes off of him, and they're just not able to connect with the first down. Uh, Cheetah Webb has his feet on the 50-yard line right here. Uh, the punter for Baker has his feet on the goal line. Tigers kind of not really showing blitz. They're in safe punt right here. I think they want to get the ball and let the offense go to work. Kick away from Cheetah Webb. He's going to see it bounce, and he'll play it on the hop at the 39, trying to get to the si- to the sideline. He will be tackled at about the 50, will be stood up and then driven backwards. We'll see where this spot is. It's the same spot they gave to the quarterback, to be honest. It's it's at the 48-yard line going uh, for Auburn High. One minute left to go. Tigers need 52 yards for a touchdown. With Towns, I don't know. I- and uh, in three timeouts, Let's snap it from right here, and you get you get a chance at your state record. And he's he's been kicking off ten yards deep into the end zone, going well, this direction. If so. you would have called the free uh, the free the the free kick that's, rule, that's true. You could have put the ball yep. wherever the catch was made, and Auburn could have kicked it from there. But you give up your yeah your possession. Yeah. Kilgore in the gun, two by two look, and he wants a quick throw. Has his receiver open, and it's Ian Nation. Who else? He catches it, scampers out of bounds for a nice gain on first down. Well, I mean, Baker, simply, you have to watch more film and know that Auburn wants to go to Ian Nation and in this spot. In this spot, I would press Ian Nation. No doubt. And and so they gave him plenty of room out there. They're shadowing him with the same defender every play. But to Ian Nation, that was just too easy pitch and catch for seven, eight yards. Second down and about three coming. Pitch to the left side for Flakes, to the short side. He has his first down. He gets out of bounds. First down and ten coming. Well, like the play call, it gets the first down. It um, allows Auburn to run the football and get out of bounds. It keeps Baker from being able to substitute uh, their defenders. And uh, Auburn uh, pushing field goal range right now with 49 seconds yep. left. Two-by-two two set here. Ask you on the near side along with Cody Palmer on the far side, Ian Nation and Griffin McLean. In the gun, Jackson Kilgore claps the hands, drop backs, corner fire coming, Tigers pick it up, and now Kilgore has to eat it, and he will get back to the line of scrimmage as Auburn will call a timeout. We'll take it with him. 38.9, 39.9 left to go here. Tigers lead 14-3, to looking for more here in the second quarter. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Mayor Ron Anders wishing our Auburn High School Tigers success as they compete in the state playoffs and vie for the AHSAA Class 7A Football Championship title. 
On behalf of the city of Auburn, I commend the coaches, parents, and young men who have put hours and hours of work into representing our community so well with their talents. I invite you to join me as we cheer on these young men. Go Tigers! The Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94 3. 39.9 left to go here. Tigers lead 14 3, looking for more. As it stands right now, it is a 57 yard field goal. With tough conditions because of the because of how wet it is in the grass. That just seemed to deaden things at, at, at Smith Station last week. But uh, I think Auburn wants more than a field goal. I, I think they're trying to get that thing in the end zone here. Too high shell look here for for Baker. Kilgore has it, steps up in the pocket, wants the wheel route. And actually, he read it correctly. The, the DB was on top of the – hello. DB was on top of uh, the receiver, so <laughs> the, so he throws it back shoulder. Receiver didn't see it. Sorry, the water came off the tent that we're covered by and scared everybody around us, ourselves included. Auburn goes hard count. Somebody jumped. Yeah, I, it's either a false start or an offsides, and the, the hands go to the hips. So it'll be a third down and about five coming for the Tigers. Well, back to the last play. You're right. They, Auburn tries to r- run the, the wheel route with Cody Palmer, and um, and Jackson did read it well. He, he delivered a great throw. I think Cody just wasn't able to get his head around fast enough to see where the ball was by the time he recognized that he lost his footing to try to get back to it. But uh, it was a good play design, just couldn't connect. Quad set to the, to the left for the Tigers as Auburn goes no play. 12 seconds left to go on the play clock. Auburn will shift now to a three-by-one set. Ian Nation, one-on-one. I would throw the ball there. I don't know what route you want, but throw it to him. Kilgore has it. Auburn wants a screen, and it's a little bit high. Omar couldn't get out there. Not a bad play call. Baker kind of muddled it up a little bit in the middle, fourth down coming, and, and Townsville will come on to attempt a long field goal. Well, it's be interesting. You're right. It's going to be a uh, 52-yarder, I think. Yeah, 50, 51 and a half, 52-yarder. Yeah, 52-yarder with the wind, I don't know. I mean, the, the flag's blowing. He has hit the ball better on kickoffs this, this direction. Yes. Uh, the, and it's going to be a 62-yard field goal because it's a delay. <laughs> and Auburn kicks it anyways. Folks, it's good from 62. It's good from 67. Surely we took a timeout. I don't think we did. Well, now if he hits it, it's a state record. Well, that was 52. So if, if, uh, no, if, sorry. If, if that, was, that was 52, it would be 57 now. Auburn would need two of those. But if, if, if he kicks it again the same way, oh, and they wave it they off wave after it he off. kicked the 52-yarder. And Towns is pointing like, "Hey, I need that ball because it's <laughs> that's the one that flies. Yeah, it's it's out there in the uh, in the ether." And now Auburn's looking for a ball on the sidelines, and and that's when you look and, at Towns so and say, Auburn, "Why'd you kick it?" Yeah, Auburn calls timeout to have to go retrieve the ball that's in the uh, in the, in the Civil War oh, museum yeah, over there, way out there. We'll take this timeout with them. 30.1 left to go here. We uh, Timeout to find a football. We'll be back. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. Timeout. Baker. What? Ba Towns. Now we got to go find it again. <laughs> he just hit it from 52 again. I will say this. I am in favor of if a timeout is called that early, that should be a penalty. Like to kick the ball. Yes. Yeah. Like and it, and it's not. There was no attempt to let the snap happen and ice. It was well in advance. Right. And also, if you're the Auburn coaches, I go up to Towns and be like Towns. We just found out last or two weeks ago you can't kick three in a row. That's right. Yeah, you need to save some right there because man, when he did that, he he had kicked two just beautiful kicks, and on the third one came up about five yards short. So we'll hope that's not happening this time. He'll get his third opportunity, and both the first two have been true. This one from 52 yards. Yeah, but is there a ball? He's kicked two of them into the ether over there. <laughs> I mean, that just looks like nothingness over yeah, there. It's like the end of the world back back behind the. Uh... If you've seen Stranger Things, it looks like it might be. In, that might be the Stranger Things woods. So I think we're ready here for a 52-yard field goal attempt for Towns Magoo. He's hit two in a row. This one is live long enough. Is it straight enough? It is straight enough. <laughs> 22.4 left to go. Towns Magoo, every time we go on the road, the, the, the shock that happens when Towns kicks a field goal is the same. That and that's incredible. what exactly happened here. We'll be back in 30 seconds. 17-3, Tigers lead. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE-certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop since 1970. Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94.3. Now that's classic. It's not often you call a kicker the highlight reel, but that's talented. Good. That was incredible. The, the power and the accuracy are just unmatched. He's, he's, a, he's an incredible talent. And, it's not, and that's without a tee. He's not on those field goals. That's from the ground. As ho-hum, 12 yards deep. Well, you know, and the other two people are uh, J.R. Buckner and, Le and London Carter because their job has to be done for Towns to be able to yep. get that done. And uh, this is not the easiest field conditions to get that done tonight. So they, they just did it three times in a row, and uh, they've done it all season long. So uh, that's, a, that's a great uh, trio right there for Auburn High School. J.R. Buckner committed to Auburn, you know, and they and Auburn does a great job with their special team, sending them to these snapping camps and kicking camps. And Auburn's got a bunch of four or five-star guys 
from a special team standpoint on their roster. Well, if Towns and, and J.R. are both going to Auburn, they may, they may request London come with them and uh, <laughs> keep that thing intact. Baker, oh, they're going to take a shot. And they want the, the, the good old switch concepts. Flowers breaks one tackle, a second tackle, a fourth tackle, a fifth tackle into the open field. Here comes Flowers across the 40, gets out of bounds with 9.5 left to go. That's the first time that clock has stopped when it was supposed to do all half. Flowers, holy cow. Yeah, I, know, I don't know how he got out of there. I, a couple of Auburn defenders had an opportunity, and I think what they were trying to do was knock the ball out of his hand yeah. instead of tackling him. And he cut back against the grain three or four times and finally got to the Baker sideline for a big game, almost to midfield, right at the uh, close to the 45-yard line. And all that, that was a, a max protection, vertical switch concept. Tigers guarded it well, got pressure, and then just didn't bring the quarterback down. And if you're Mississippi State, you're like, yeah, that's, that's what I want a quarterback. <laughs> Flowers has it and delay, I think. Flag comes out. No, I know exactly what happened. Auburn had too many on the field. I thought I saw two check in and one check out. Yeah, I don't. I don't count twelve. I don't either. But that guy might have saw what I saw. He saw not the same running off as on. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Yep. Flag is flag is waved off. Well, Baker only has. You know, they, they should put a couple more seconds on the clock. It should right be 9.5. Yeah. It should not be 7.9. And the other thing that's scary for Baker is you can almost hit a slant here, and now you got your athletes in open space. Flowers has it. Now he will try to roll. Caleb Pitts adding pressure, and he's going to get to the quarterback, and that will be picked. Cheetah Webb. Not able to make a play on it as Jackson Mills was going back on it and tackles his own player, which stinks because Cheetah would have had it in open field. More so, you want to make sure Cheetah Webb is able to get up. I think he might have just got dead leg yeah. there. Uh, good old Charlie Horse. Good first half for the Tigers. They lead 17-3. We'll be back with our orthopedic clinic halftime report as Baker goes to the locker room, Auburn goes to the locker room, and Auburn gets the ball to start the second half. We'll be back to talk about it. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hey, guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. War Eagle. This is Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county, we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices, one in Auburn, one in Opelika, and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve you. 
Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV and off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust, member FDIC. It's halftime on your Auburn High School football station. Wings 94-3. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. Welcome back to a wet Baker High School. And this is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Scott Bagwell here joined by Rob Pate, Sam Boyd back in the Auburn Network studio. As we have a second, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Wings 94.3 is an Auburn Network station, part of the Radio Alabama family, WGZZ and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn Opelika. Welcome back to Baker High School here in Mobile, Alabama. Scott Bagwell here joined by Rob Pate and Sam Boyd back in Auburn. Dry, I'm assuming. I'm hoping if he's wet in the Auburn Network studio, something's gone terribly, terribly wrong. Uh, and, and Auburn High School leads this one 17-3 here in the first round of the AHSAA play, 7A playoffs. And Auburn has played well. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in conditions that aren't great, the drive down, it wasn't bad. It just kind of took longer than Auburn anticipated. Um, there was some miscommunication. It was supposed to be a stop in Evergreen. The stop happened in Greenville, then Evergreen, and then got hit in some traffic trying to get to pregame mill. Um, but at the end of the day, Auburn got here, got ready to go, and, and in the first half played pretty good football. And uh, I thought Henry Allen's managing of the offense on their two touchdown drives uh, with Omar and Tyler running the ball uh, along with him, was it, it's the difference in the game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's been a physical game. Both both teams have uh, have tried to establish the run. Um, we thought that uh, that Baker would uh, would try to be prolific through the air, but uh, just the conditions aren't uh, conducive for that. And, and Auburn has struggled with that as well. But uh, you know, when 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 Auburn finally went with uh, with Henry Allen and Omar Mapson in the backfield at the same time, that is a two headed monster that uh, that Auburn really hasn't done yet. I mean, they they've done it a little bit, but not as much since Jackson Kilgore came back. Um, they've kind of paired Kilgore with uh, with Omar Mapson and Tyler Flakes with um, um, with uh, Henry Allen. But uh, when they both were in, it was just too much to handle. It gave Auburn an extra blocker. Auburn got really physical at the point of attack and uh, ran the ball between the tackles really well. Really well. Yeah. Um, some big gainers from uh, from Henry and Omar made some incredible runs. Um, you got to tip your hat to the uh, to the, the H backs that are making the way. Um, Jalen Foster's leading around on some uh, pulling from the center, which is impressive in and of itself. 
Um, and, uh, you know, that entire offensive front's just doing a nice job of being physical and, and, and taking advantage of the field position that the defense is, is granting them. Yeah, the senior, the, the tight ends and those upbacks for Auburn, they're all seniors. Yeah. It's Griffin McLean, Tyler McKinnell, and uh, Gibson Lothridge. That it's three guys who are being extremely unselfish. Those are guys that want to catch the ball. You know, they want to be receivers. And, and Griff and Tyler are tight ends, but, you know, uh, those are guys that obviously want to get in the end zone and want to get up yards and catches and all that. And Gibby's a receiver, really. But yeah. as soon as that happened, the injury happened to Jackson, they went to this style offense. They have made it work. They have. But it, it has given them another feather in their cap because it, it's produced a, a more physical brand of football that they can lean on when they need to. So yeah. in situations like this, you know, when, when the weather's poor or you, you need – a first down and it's third or fourth and one or two and everybody in the stadium knows that you're going to run the ball you've got a set that you feel comfortable you can pick up the necessary yards and um, they've gone to it a lot in this game and uh, and it's looked really good uh, another person to single out that has been very unselfish as as this season has pop, played out not and in, in, in a way that his numbers have gotten hurt is Ian Nation. Yeah. Ian Nation last year 70 plus catches over a thousand yards double digit touchdowns his numbers are not great this year, and it's not because of anything Ian's done. It's because of some things that have happened around him, yeah. but you still see him blocking. You still see him getting in there, uh, a line to, uh, tight to the to the formation and, and making sure that he is, is doing what he can do to make sure Auburn wins football games. Yeah, always a force on the outside, and whenever Auburn needs something through the air, he's always getting the first look. I mean, that's that's just the, the way and, and the, the prowess that he has on this team. That's the pool. But uh, you're right. I mean, I, I'm thankful that he didn't end up having to do what it looked like yeah, he was going to have to do and play quarterback for the rest of the season. Uh, but, you know, he's the type of kid that you lean on in hard times. And, um, you know, in the little pregame that you did with Coach Etheridge, and Coach Etheridge got teary-eyed and, and, and choked up talking about Ian, I mean, that tells you all you need to know. I mean, if your head football coach thinks that of you, um, you're going to be a special guy, and you're going to do great things in life. And, um, you know, he, he's showing that, that discipline and that maturity when things aren't going like probably he anticipated for his senior season. But he wants to get out of here and uh, and try to push as deep into the playoffs as he can as a senior. I think he would love to have an opportunity next week, you know, if, if the you know this score holds. And, you know, we'll get into some scores uh, in a bit. But, um, you know, that's – this senior class, I don't think, you know, you get beat by Central and you play well, that happens. Yeah. Central's a good football team. But Auburn doesn't feel like they played clean, and they know that to beat Central they're going to have to play clean. Yeah. So um, I think Auburn would love that that second swing at them, so to speak. Um, and this time it happens uh, not in the Final Four, but in the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you know you're going to have to go through them at some point anyways, um, you know, assuming you hang on here and you, and you get to that, that opportunity. But, you could just tell that, that the guys, even the guys that play defense, feel like that, you know, we didn't – we had one arm tied behind our back with Jackson Kilgore still nursing his, his arm. And um, so to, to be full strength, to be able to go in and, and have that opportunity, I think it's something that uh, you, you live for. I mean, you, yeah. know, you know what's going to happen at some point, and it's just a matter of going out there and, uh, and executing and seeing if, if, if enough is enough, if you, can get, if you can get the big win. In sports, you're never guaranteed to get a second opportunity. The Tigers for tonight are playing for that opportunity to get a second swing at Central. We come back, we'll have more. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. The Auburn High Halftime Show continues. Brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic on Wings 94.3. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Let's take a look at some scores brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto. Friendly service from Franklin on Eastern University Drive across from CeCe's Pizza in Auburn. We'll start in Auburn University, 47-30. to 30, Tigers opening up a lead over southeastern Louisiana as Auburn looking for their first win of the, of the year. Tigers, um, Tigers starting to pull away there and looking for that win as uh, they get prepared for a big trip to Brooklyn coming up. Hoover trails... James Clemens 16-7, that would be a massive score. Not necessarily an upset, but if Hoover's not making it out of the playoffs, reading through, it's been a while since Hoover has not made it out of the first round of the playoffs. And it's, all, been, it's been a while since the Birmingham region hasn't gone hasn't four swept. in a row. Yep. Yeah. Um, we've talked about Auburn and Central potentially not playing in the, in the Final Four for the first time in four years. It's been five-plus years that Hoover and Thompson have played every single year in the Final Four. And if Hoover were to win out, that would happen. But if Hoover falls tonight, that will not happen as Hoover is the four seed in that region. Looking at some other scores here, last time I saw you had some some big-time uh, scores. Hewitt Trustville was up big. The one we're looking for is Central, and I actually haven't seen an update. Twenty And as I say that, 28-7 is the last score that we have Um Central leads uh, Davidson. That score came about 30 minutes ago, and that was with a lot of time left to go in the second quarter. 13-7, Dothan leads Mary Montgomery. No surprise there if you ask me. 
Um, and, and Mary Montgomery actually ends up, that game is at half. They scored. Dothan was up 13 to nothing. The thing that's scary with Dothan in the second half is if they figure out how you're trying to defend them and they, and they get a beat on what you're doing, you're in trouble. Well, I, and I don't think I don't think people around the state have, have caught on yet to how good Dothan and Enterprise are. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, they, they just haven't – if you haven't had a chance to see them in person, I think Dothan is actually a little bit better than Enterprise, but uh, but the, the level of play in this region has escalated with those two teams uh, stepping forward. Vestavia up 17-14 to 14 on Austin. That's another Huntsville-Birmingham matchup that's close at the half. Not something we've seen a whole lot. Marshall Shoals leads Pinson Valley 35-7 to 7 at the half there. Briarwood all over Carver out of Montgomery 25-0 at the Crampton Bowl in that one. As Marshall Shoals, that, that's a score. I'm not surprised that they're, that they're winning, but that's a, that's a big score right there. Last report, Hartzell leading six, six to nothing. That's a one seed. It's now 12-10. Center point leads. That's a 4-1 matchup there. Center point. Center point. That's, that's, that's my alma mater. Well, there you go. And there. Who, are, who are we playing? Hartzell. Oh, my gosh. Now, hold on. Herman Banks. Home of Herman Banks, one of my teammates at Auburn. 21-13, Oxford leads Athens with four and a half left to go in the second quarter there. That, that's where I played my first playoff game, Scott. So we traveled north up I-65 to Athens as a sophomore. They were number five in the state. We got down 20 to nothing in the uh, second quarter. We came back, made it uh, 21 to 20, and then they uh, scored right at oh. the end of the game. And that was my first playoff experience as a sophomore in high school. Here's the playoffs. Welcome to Heartbreak. <laughs> oh, it was awful. As uh... – Again, these all these scores brought to you by Franklin Tyron Auto. Friendly service from Franklin on East University Drive across from CC's Pizza in Auburn. 13 nothing Gadsden City over Gardendale. As our score here once again is 17-3. Tigers lead over the Baker Hornets here in Baker. Holy cow. So the score was 28-7. Central over Davidson with 9.44 left to go in the first half. Davidson still has seven. Take a shot how many points Central has. 42. 56. <laughs> well, Cam Coleman must have. Cam uh... Coleman must have had his game again. The cheat code of all cheat codes in that one. Yeah. Holy moly. Faith Academy up 10-0 on Elmore County, 21-0 Gulf Shores over Beauregard, 7-0 UMS Wright over Central Clay County, and 8-0 BC Rain over Valley, uh, and 42-0 <laughs> Enterprise over Dothan. Or, sorry, uh, Enterprise over Daphne. Wow. So your four scores are 7A Region 2 up four times over 7A Region 1. Which, which is what the, the scenario has been for many years now. And, uh, again, it's I don't think that the prognosticators had uh, predicted that that would be the case. But, uh, again, Dothan Enterprise have, have risen their level of play. Uh, they've got good football teams. They do. And uh, they'll, they'll compete next week as well. 49 nothing Huntsville or uh, Hewitt Trustville leads Bob Jones. Um, Dothan, don't let that offense fool you. They got dudes. Uh, running that offense. They are talented. And Enterprise, I know what we saw on offense out of them. They got four 
D1 defensive players, and there's a yeah. reason that Auburn turned the ball over, is there's some dudes on that side of the ball as well. Yeah, they're physical teams. Yep. And I, I didn't get the chance to watch the Dothan game. I heard you guys call it, but I, I've seen enough of the teams that they've played and the outcomes of those games to know that, uh, that they've got some players and uh, they're every bit of deserving to, uh, uh, to, to march their way through these playoffs as well. On the other side of this break, we'll have some more. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Reports and the Auburn High School Sports Network brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Mayor Ron Anders wishing our Auburn High School Tigers success as they compete in the state playoffs and vie for the AHSAA Class 7A Football Championship title. On behalf of the City of Auburn, I commend the coaches, parents, and young men who have put hours and hours of work into representing our community so well with their talents. I invite you to join me as we cheer on these young men. Go Tigers! You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Come in and get it out of your system, the Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. This is the place for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. Your Auburn High School football station, Wings 94-3. Welcome back to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report, brought to you by East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care. With locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at the Ortho Clinic. Com. Auburn taking the field to get loose. Baker doing so as well here on the on the campus of Baker High School. And Auburn will have the ball, and you got to feel like if Auburn's able to go down and get a score and make this thing 24-3, to that's going to be a big kick in the gut to Baker and their moment and their just their psyche. Yeah, I agree, uh, particularly if, if Auburn does it the way they, they did it on their, their two touchdown possessions where it was all on the ground and uh, a lot of it just between the tackles. So, um, you know, Auburn has a chance to set the tone here in the second half with the ball uh, and extend this lead. And, and Auburn stole points there right before the end of the half, too, which was impressive. That defense came out. Baker tried to get aggressive and throw it, and Auburn took advantage of the incomplete passes and, and put three uh, points on the board that, uh, that they were able to steal to extend that lead. So points right here would be massive for, for Auburn coming out of the half. Yeah, and, uh, you know, 
there's always things to work on if you're a defensive coaches. You're saying, hey, guys, we got seen there a couple times on a cutback. You know, we didn't you know, we didn't tackle well uh, right before the half. Uh, offensively, you're saying, hey, guys, let's, you know, I get it's wet, I get it's rainy, all that, but we got to get something going in the pass game. Yeah, I mean, at some point you, you, you do. And, and, and they, we saw a little bit of it with just uh, that last drive trying to get into field goal range. Just some quick uh, hitters to Ian Nation. Uh, I think that's going to be the answer. Maybe even some swing passes just to get Jackson comfortable. Um, and, and maybe even let, letting Henry Allen put, yeah. put one or two in the air just to uh, to make people see it on film and, uh, and and prepare against it. Because when Henry was in the game, Baker literally had their entire yeah. defense five yards from the ball. So he has a chance to just lay one up to an Ian Nation or somebody streaking down the field, and we'll see if they take advantage of that. We also saw uh, Henry Allen against Opelika throw for 200-plus yards. Uh, we didn't. I didn't note it at the time, but he had, I think, 17 completions in that game. And uh, that's that's top, you know, 15, top 10 all time as far as completions in a game for an Auburn high school quarterback. So, you know, we saw it when Opelika said, all right, one, well, throw the ball and beat yeah. us, and he did it. He's a gamer. I mean, you, you can tell that uh, he's got a high sports IQ. Um, he knows and can just see the field and read it, and, uh, and he's going to compete. And given the opportunity, he'll put a ball in, in, in place where, uh, where his guy can, can go up and make a play. So, uh, you know, maybe maybe they don't want to show that if they don't have to uh, at this point. Kind of lull the defenses to sleep that, that, you, uh, that you're that you playing against and, and don't think that Henry's ever going to throw it because that can be a weapon down the line. But uh, uh, just like what uh, what we're seeing and having the opportunity to, 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 to pick the hot hand when, yep. uh, uh, you know, whenever the situation dictates. Programming note, Auburn High School varsity basketball is scheduled to play Benjamin Russell on Thursday. That game will not be played. It will be made up on December 7th. Just wanted to give you that programming note here at halftime. On the other side of this break, it's the second half. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV and off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Now, let's get back to the action. It's time to kick off the second half of Auburn High Football on Wings 94.3. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. 
Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center. Scott Bagwell here joined by Rob Pages. We're about ready for a second half, second half action between Auburn and Baker. Tigers lead 17-3. Rob, do you onside kick this? I, you know, I was thinking that, but uh, I, I just don't think you can afford to. Uh, you know, Auburn with their running game, you give them a short field, they've taken advantage of it when the defense has provided that all night. And if you just willingly give it away, uh, I just don't. It's hard for me to believe it. I think you give your defense a shot. Munson will approach, and he will drive this one. And it will be taken at about the four-yard line by Cheetah Webb, working to the right, trying to get to the outside. Cuts up as Auburn will take over at about the 22-23 yard line. Yeah, good physical tackle by Baker. And, um, you know, Cheetah Webb, the good thing about that is he looks good running the ball after he uh, made the interception on the last play of the first half and looked like he got banged up a little bit. But uh, no, no limping. Looked like he was at full speed there. So Auburn has it first down and 10 here, and it, Baker senses how big of a drive this is. They're trying to get the, the on the sidelines. You can try to see yeah. them trying to get the energy going, trying to get the fans into it. Henry Allen will be your quarterback, and Auburn's in a normal set here two by two. Here comes motion by McKinnell. Auburn fumbles it. It's a pitch to the outside. Auburn averts disaster there. They lose some yardage, but it's better than a fumble. Well, we talked about that in the first half, about how fast uh, Jalen Foster shoots that ball back to the uh, to the quarterback, and it's just slipped right in between the other uh, hands of, uh, of Henry Allen. He started to keep it, and then he went ahead and pitched it out to the right to, to uh, Tyler Flakes. But uh, by that time, the defensive pursuit had gotten there. But you're right. If uh, Auburn turns the ball over with uh, on the first play of the second half, deep in the in, in the other team's field, that was yeah. Uh, this place was going to go berserk. Loss of two on the play, second down and 12. Auburn will go back to their tight end sets here. Nine seconds left on the play clock as Auburn just now breaks it. Henry Allen, it's going to be quarterback keep to the right, and he's going to lower his head, gets across the original line of scrimmage, plus a couple, third down coming. Now we'll see how aggressive Auburn wants to be because it's going to be what would typically be an obvious passing down. It'll be third and seven, third and eight. There's There's a injury timeout on the play that's henry and it is henry so he is limping slightly baseball fans he looks okay um he signed with mississippi state this week congratulations to henry allen so it'll be jackson kilgore coming in now yeah he's 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 limping pretty heavily over there on the uh, far sideline but he did walk off on his own power he's over under the tents now kilgore in the gun two by two set here Almost, a, again, a two-shell look. Auburn wants a screen, has it to McLean, and he has to fight through some traffic. I think he's going to be short of the line to gain as he got to about the 34. Actually, that's going to be close. Yeah, that's close. And I think he has it. He did. He got, he got it. it. The Third chance. down and eight. They get eight and a half. I thought he was a little bit short by about a yard, but, no, he got what he needed. Good job there by McLean to find that stick, find the sticks. And get the first down on a little slip screen, first and ten coming. Yeah, you're right, because it was muddled up. It wasn't a pretty picture. He had to make a couple of guys miss and fight his claw to get to to that first down marker. He knew where he had to get, and uh, he did exactly that. First down and ten, Tigers. Twins to the right, solo receiver to the left, inside give. 
to the Auburn back. That's Omar. He makes the guy miss to the outside. At the 50, at the 45, as he is pushed out of bounds down the Baker sideline, they mark him out at the 45-yard line. Big gain on that play of about 17 yards. Sure was. Burst right through the uh, the, the block between uh, 67 and 56. That's uh, Hugh Botterford and, Clem and, then, Womack. and then Clem Womack. And uh, arm tackles just aren't going to do it for Omar Mapson. Clifford McLean in, and Auburn runs a little trap play up the middle, and making it happen is Omar. He makes the first guy miss, the second guy miss, puts the third, fourth, fifth guys on his back, gain of 11 on the play. There's something about running trap and running it well that looks so good on that one, and McLean traps the three technique there, first down and 10 coming for the Tigers. Yeah, I mean, it, you're right. When the offensive line's able to execute that, it's, it's, a, it's a thing of beauty. When you have a running back that runs as physical as Omar does, it, it just I think it spurs the offensive line on just a little bit more. Just give my guy a crease because he is making those guys pay. He is punishing defenders at the end of these runs. Three receivers to the left side. Palmer in motion. And now he goes into a wheel. Kilgore settles, has his receiver open. That's Palmer. So he went motion, went almost looked like a wheel, hooked up right over the middle, found the opening in the zone, gain of about 13 on first down and 10. Tigers get to the 20-yard line and a first down. Auburn High School moves inside the Byron Smokehouse red zone. Byron Smokehouse. On Auburn High School tradition for over on Auburn on Auburn tradition for over 30 years, Auburn will stack their receivers first time we've seen this here tonight. And it's a give. No, it's a pull by Kilgore, and he'll fake it, and now he'll throw it to Ian Nation. He'll make it. He'll make one guy miss, two guys miss, and then get across <laughs> the 15 yard line. <laughs> um, uh, you know that play where you just start flipping the ball around to your friends in the backyard? Yeah. That's what that was. Gain of six on the play. That was Nick Marshall to Sammy Coates, 2013 Iron Bowl, but far uglier. I mean, <laughs> like like as ugly as possible. And, uh, and Jackson threw it like one yard over the, uh, the defender. And Ian made an outstanding move for a gain of, uh, of about six. Ian Nation's on the left side solo. He's getting pressed. First down or second down and five. Inside give to Omar. Omar runs hard across the 10 to the 11. Sh- uh, should have his first down, and he does. Actually, that's uh, across the 10 to about the nine-yard line. First down and goal, Tigers. Yeah, and then Omar helps the defender up that he just ran right over and stepped on his chest as he ran by him. <laughs> um, I mean, again, it's – I don't want it to be the, the Omar, you know, just – it's his show. The offensive line is paving the way, but – Man, he is so physical, and uh, it's just showing up in spades tonight. Eight minutes left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers lead by 14. Give to Omar Mapson as he bounces back and gets stood up and does not get tackled. Now he gets tackled. Auburn not happy. He gets hit at the – they mark him at the six, seven-yard line. He gets tackled at the 20, right in front of the officials yeah. and it's after three people have kind of peeled off of them yeah that one was late and, and omar should have just gotten up and said i will i will not help you up again yeah at the end of my next run but uh that was you know that was the first time they bottled him up and i just wanted to see him on the ground henry allen checks into the game so does flakes give to flakes flakes very patient runs hard up the middle gets to about the three yard line third down and goal coming yeah, and that's the thing. When, when Omar comes out, it's not like you're, you're losing all the physicality because Tyler Flakes has turned that, that up a notch. Yep. I think that, that being around Omar has spurred him maybe to, to see the physicality has a role here 
And uh, the, the physical nature that he ends runs with uh, has, 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 has gotten much greater as the season's progressed. Third down and uh, goal from about the three-yard line. Auburn, they do such a good job of getting up and getting set that they get to take their time. And now there's ten seconds left on the play call. Tyler McKinnell is actually making the call to the offensive line. Five seconds left to go, four seconds left to go. Tigers now need to hurry. One, and Auburn calls it. And yeah. Auburn saves the penalty. And Auburn, I, I gave them credit. They got the call in with about 17 seconds, but just not able to get lined up and going from there. Tigers call the timeout and save the delay of game. 6.28 left to go here in the third quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. 17-3, Tigers lead. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Come in and get it out of your system, the Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. AHS football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. 6.28 left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers have eaten up almost half of the clock here in the third quarter, and they have it third down and goal from about the three-yard line. Tigers call the timeout to save a delay, and now you've got to assume it's the heavy look, and I would assume Omar's in the game. Yeah, I would hope so. And, um, you know, Baker had a nice stop to start the game on Auburn's initial drive. This is do or die for them. They're going to have to come up with a stop right here. Auburn wants to try to uh, to punch this thing in and go for the throat. It is Flakes in the backfield with Allen. you got to assume you got two chances at this one unless you lose a bunch of yards here on this. It's quarterback sweep to the right. Henry Allen lowers his head, and he is into the end zone from three yards out as outside zone for Henry Allen puts his foot in the ground, gets north and south, and punches it in from three out. The senior who got shaken up a little bit earlier on this drive comes back and scores. Yeah, good to see Henry come back in and finish the drive. And, uh, you know, that's a good run right there. It's hard to stop. He, He pushes that thing wide, and then as soon as he sees a lane, um, like you said, Scott, he got north and south and uh, made a just a, a, a physical run, just a, a high-impact collision at the goal line, but uh, he's strong is able to fight through for the touchdown. 23-3, to our score. Townsville go on to attempt the PAT. Kick is up, and that kick is good. 24-3, to Tigers lead, 621 left to go here in the third quarter. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football. Wings 94-3. 24-3 Tigers lead. They have scored 21 straight points after the field goal by Baker. And we talked about Baker needing a drive or stop to kind of start the second half. 
this this feels like got to have a touchdown for this offense as Auburn eats up 539 yeah, of, mean, the, of the clock in that drive. Yeah, you couldn't have scripted it better if your coach Etheridge to come out and start the second half. Now, Auburn, the biggest thing is is make them drive, make them earn yeah. it. You know, you can't slip and, and give up a cheap touchdown um, at any point here in the second half, but particularly when they're trying to match you early on now. Yeah, if, you, if you're going down and it's a go ball, tackle, yeah, tackle right. the receiver. Towns Magoo drives that one, and uh, that one went 12 yards deep. <laughs> I, I don't look. People have asked me about the, the kickoffs at Auburn University and, you know, Towns and all that. Alec McPherson was Towns. Yeah. I, like, I, I don't know what's going on there on the kickoffs. Um, yeah, he's kicked several out of bounds. Yeah, I, but even then, there are times you kick it to the goal line and, and right. kick the ball to the end zone. Yeah, I, th- I think they're trying to place it and, and get the coverage down there and, and get the ball inside the 25. But if I have a kid and I don't have to worry about my kickoff team covering and I can kick it through, then I do it every single if time. If I can take away an opportunity for one of their athletes to get the ball, I'm doing that. Absolutely. Three or Two receivers to the left, solo receiver to the right here for Baker. Here comes motion, and now return motion. That running back was moving forward. Quarterback Flowers makes a guy miss, but unfortunately for the Tigers, there was four guys there to, to meet him after the missed tackle. No gain on the play. Second down and ten. Yeah, just a, a straight quarterback keeper right there. And uh, Auburn, I mean, has players everywhere. Um, and they, they stop it for no gain. I thought maybe he lost uh, maybe a, a yard on the play, but um, – you know, they're trying to get the ball in the hands of their best athlete and, uh, and Auburn matching it. Tigers making their shift with the wing back. Flowers has it, wants a, a, a hitch, and almost making the play, cutting underneath it was Jace Williams. Making the catch there was Kane, first time that he's made a catch. Uh, gain of about eight on the play. Third down and about two and a half or, so, or two and a half, three yards. Yeah, I don't think Auburn's too worried with Kane making seven, eight-yard catches. They won't want him to have 70 to 80-yard yeah. catches. Buck sweep to the left side. Nice job there by nice, – uh, nice push there by Baker on a first down. Nice run on third down and about three. They pick up five or six, first down and ten. Well, it was a double whammy. Auburn had no edge present so on this side of the ball, and, and then Baker had two pulling guards coming. So uh, just not a, good, uh, not a good play by the Auburn defense. Flowers claps the hands, drop backs, wants the hitch again. Mike Dunn read it and jumped it and almost had himself a pick, incomplete second down and ten. He sure did. Four or five-yard stop, and and Mike Dunn was uh, in man-to-man, had a nice break, got both hands on the ball and just couldn't hang on to it. But, uh, man, nice read. Cameron Todd, the receiver to the near side, wants a hitch and go. And and we now see for the first time since he uh, since. he had a couple of good plays there. Jalen Wheeler, Wheeler, the running back, comes into the game. This look has been triple option for, for Baker. Auburn shifts to a five-man front, and there's triple option once again. Give up the middle, and nice push there by the offensive line. I see King in there on the tackle. Gain of about four on the play. Third down coming. Yeah, but that was the, the kid that you just discussed, uh, Wheeler, that came in. He's not big enough to take that ball over center like he no. just did. I think that's a, hey, one shot. Let's see if we can't sneak him through the uh, the center of this defense for a big play. And it was a nice gain for them, but, uh, but not the home run threat that I think they hoped it would be. And now they'll put their best two receivers on the same side of the formation, kind of in that condensed look with 10 seconds left to go on the play clock. 
Tigers make their adjustments to it. The Tigers show double middle blitz here, and they fake out of it and wanting the post route. Very handsy there, I believe, was Cheetah Webb in the, the back and going to be incomplete and punting time for Baker. Uh, good job out there by by the safety Webb, uh, just running stride for stride with uh, with their receiver and uh, does a good job. You're right. He was a little uh, – He's a little handsy in getting the hands out there and just making sure he's feeling for him, but he didn't grab the jersey or do anything. All eyes were on him from multiple referees back here, um, and uh, and they say, hey, nice play, number two. I think that's a big to see because I think Cheetah at safety is going to be huge for Auburn next week against Central if that's the matchup. End over end kick on the punt, bounce to Cheetah. Cheetah will take it on the hop, and he'll try to get north and south, and he'll run into a host of Baker players and he'll get driven backwards and um i'm going to see one more of those before i'm going to start saying it's time to protect some auburn players it'll be first down tigers at about the 20 yard line yeah no that's and you saw davis smith uh auburn safety come running in there and try to help his his teammate up because multiple guys drove him to the ground there at the end of the play but he does a good job uh, cheetah does of fielding those ground balls that are coming at him hot saving yardage hidden yardage with those punts just rolling deeper and deeper into the into Auburn territory. As eighth grade head coach Chris Spencer, he has the Baker football. And he's like, hey guys, this is this is y'all's. And I think the other issue is there was a football that ended up on the near side, which is Auburn's football. <laughs> Baker might be trying to steal that that uh Towns Magoo. <laughs> he may be. It's full of uh full of helium. Yeah. Mythbusters did a thing on that. Doesn't count, it doesn't work. That's just a myth. What was his name, the Auburn punter, Terry? Uh, uh, Terry Daniel. Daniel. Terry Daniel, yeah. Play action, rolling to the right, Henry Allen, and going to throw, finds a receiver. Hey, nice play there, Henry Allen, as he finds Tyler McKinnell at the last second and makes what would probably should have been a sack into a positive play, game of about 14 for That's Auburn. a great play. I mean, I like seeing Henry on the bootleg right there. He looked calm. He, he ran out of real estate, pushed up against the sidelines. He looked back across the field, and uh, the, the defender said, you're not throwing this, and he found McKinnell open. Sweep to Flakes. Flakes, being very patient, sees his little seam and and, and gets about seven on the play. And, and now you're starting to see this Auburn offense, which we saw for the middle part of this season, um, just start to lean on this defense and this offensive line. And, because of the weather and we're down a guy, I can't tell you how many yards Auburn has, but it's got to be, once again, approaching 200 yards. Yeah, almost all of it on the ground, uh, just uh, exerting their will. Um, that time running into the boundary and uh, running behind uh, big uh, big Pritchett, uh, the right tackle over there, the sophomore. Uh, yeah, he is a sophomore, and that is a very good sign for the Tigers. Inside give up the middle to Flakes as he runs hard on second down and three. He'll pick up a couple, third down and one. If you look at the Tigers – they ran for 215 against Dothan. They ran for 160 against Jag, 233 against Percy Julian, 230 against Ramsey, 270 against Opelika, 237 against Central, 264 against Prattville, 330 against Smith. Wow. Third down and one here for the Tigers. They go with their heavy look, and <laughs> and Flakes slips, and. And I think the issue there is there was no read. That was a straight give on the play. And it's almost like as he was on the ground, Henry was like, here. (laughs) Yeah, you know, Jackson, uh, he had the the same – Jackson Kilgore had the exact same thing happen early on. And and he 
he had the wherewithal to just uh, go where the hole was. And that time, Henry, Henry's been away from football for a while, and he just handed the ball off to a man that was on the ground and just kind of walked away from it. I think I think the difference there is is the read versus the give. Yeah. And Henry was like, "Oh, well, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be keeping this one." High punt from McKinnell will hit at the 24, and then check out about there. And there is a flag, and folks, this might be close enough that this is a first down. Hey, I think he just called personal foul. If it's personal foul, it's not close. It's a first down. If it's running into, it's. I don't. It, there is no down down in yards to go here. It would be four. If it's not a first, it's fourth and very short. Uh, it's a personal foul on Baker. That's a first down. And I believe it's leaping, huh. jumping over the personal protector, which you're not allowed to do. So it'll be Auburn High School first down on the personal foul by Baker. Well, I mean, that just crushes the hopes of Baker. I mean, that, that one of the few times Auburn punts. And um, they're going to get the ball back and, and have a chance to try and get something going. But uh, where are they marking the ball? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a They're calling it a dead ball. I got you. 15 yards. It'll be half the distance because we're inside the 30. So it'll be Baker football first down and 10 from the 14, 12, 13, 12 and a half. I don't flip a coin, mark the ball. There we go at the 12-yard line. Two minutes left to go here in the third quarter. Well, that that you know at least that pushes Baker back deep up against the end zone right here. But um, again, Auburn defensively, it's about it's about not giving up the big play. Yeah. Make them earn it. Make them drive the length of the field here. And that's the thing that's been interesting with Auburn because Auburn defensively historically have given up big plays because they're so aggressive. Yeah. Flowers in the gun. And again, behind two pullers in Auburn and Deuce White there. And Deuce White, who was battling a turf toe, is starting to get healthy. Yeah, and, and that's super needed. I mean, knowing what's coming um, as the playoffs progress, just being able to have big bodies that, uh, that man, can, can take up space, can, can maintain gap integrity. Auburn rotates bodies in there a lot, and uh, Deuce White probably leads the pack as far as uh, being most productive interior there. Yeah, because Auburn, the front four, if Auburn's going to beat Central, have to win. Motion from Baker to that two-receiver set, and there's a screen. And Auburn played it pretty well. The fact that there's not a block in the back on 44, who I think held the Auburn defender up, read the number on the back, and then pushed him in the back. <laughs> Third down and about five coming. And the scoreboard just went out. That's not good. It's 24 to 3. This is an older older facility. And a lot of rain. Now the scoreboard just goes totally black here. We can call it a game if we want to. <laughs> Tigers won. And the issue is you're going to have to get your, your time right, and it, it's going to be around a minute left to go. Yeah. This drive started with two minutes left on the clock. We're at third down. That was just a, uh, a completed pass. So the clock should be rolling. So we have a lot of, of conversations that are about to start happening. 
As, as they have this, as they're going to try to figure out what's going on, let's take a timeout with them. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Do-It Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Do-It Center and Building Supply. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. Let's take a look at your Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard. There's about a minute left to go here as the scoreboard just went out. Auburn leads this one 24-3. 13-7 Dothan over MGM with four and a half. Left to go in the third quarter. Sarah Land down the road up 54 to nothing on McAdory. Sarah Land's a, a, a really, really good team. And if this score is correct, Hoover has had one heck of a turnaround, and they now lead 28 to 6 over or 16 over James Clemens. Wow. They were down 16 to 7 at half, and it looks like they've scored 21 straight points. How about Vestavia? How are they doing? 24-17 over Austin now. Six and a half left to go in the third quarter there. So that would be a, a Birmingham sweep, sweep. those old holes. Yep. Yep, it is 28-16 with about two and a half left to go in the third quarter here as the wind starts to pick up here as well. Starts to send over some, uh, some, some condensation everywhere. Uh, Auburn University basketball's tightened up a little bit. It's it's down under 10 with three and a half minutes left. It's 72 to 63 Auburn. There was an onside that was recovered by Hoover after they took the they took the lead 21 to 16 onside kick and then there you go. So we are back here ready for action in the third quarter. 109 left to go in the third quarter. 24 to three Auburn leads. Third down and about four and a half five yards coming for Baker as the Auburn High School marching band strikes up. Motion by the by the Baker tight end. And now jet sweep to the far side. Play action. Wanting the screen. And read beautifully by Jace Williams, who's not able to make the tackle. And into the open field. What a play there by number nine. Roderick Taylor, the senior running back, a guy that we, we heard about coming into this game. Auburn has bottled him up, and, and Jace Williams played that one perfectly. Not it able is. to finish yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, both teams had great calls. Auburn with a blitz, and uh, but had a guy sit, sitting there for the screen. Baker's able to execute it. Jace Williams just went a little bit too high on a strong running back. If he if he goes a little bit lower, then he he hits that play for a loss, and Auburn's off the field. But uh, but a nice play, nice finishing of that play by the running back for Baker. Tigers showing blitz. Here comes it's the same look here for Baker, and it's an inside give up the middle to Taylor. Taylor 
fighting for extra yards, gets to the 50, about six, maybe seven on the play. And that probably is going to be the final play of the third quarter with 10 seconds left to go here in the third. Auburn with the shift change. And Auburn will be able to go to the fourth quarter. 24-3 is our score. Tigers lead by three touchdowns heading to the fourth and final quarter over the Baker Hornets. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Your hometown station for Auburn sports, Wings 94-3. Second down and about six coming for Baker to start. Actually, second down and about four for Baker to start the fourth quarter here. Tigers lead by a score of 24-3. And right now, this region, Region 2, is is everybody leads. The closest game is Mary Montgomery against Dothan which is the 1-4 matchup. Flowers has it, fakes pitch, tries to get to the outside. Jackson Mills steps up, and then Flowers makes him miss. Ty Hudson then leads the charge against him. First down yardage, and it'll be a first down and 10 for Baker at about the 45-yard line. Yeah, good play design right there by Baker. And look. Baker has scored a ton of points this yeah. year. They, they scored more points than Auburn um, on the season, and uh, Auburn has put up some big numbers in just about every single game. So for this Auburn defense to enter the, th- the fourth quarter with uh, Baker not having a touchdown, have three points on the board, they played phenomenal. They yep. played lights out against some quality athletes. Now just, just got to finish, finish it. it. Yeah, that's correct. Solo receivers to each side for Baker. Flowers has it. Counter give up the middle to Taylor. And Auburn does a good job of getting multiple hats to the ball. I think that's the big thing for Baker. The big thing for Auburn here is make sure to get multiple hats uh, or against Baker's multiple hats to the football. And for also for Auburn is you got to do it next week too. Like I'm, I'm in the mode of finish this thing off and talk about things that, yeah. that Auburn's going to have to do next week. Also, Central is so RPO heavy, you're going to have to give different looks from pre to post snap. Well, Auburn's perimeter players and linebackers have done a great job tackling tonight in space, and they're doing it against some kids that are going to go play at the next level. Little screen pass to Taylor. He's in the open field. Davis Smith misses the tackle. Jackson Mills misses the tackle. Cameron Creighton, the backside defensive end, makes the tackle. And I've been hollering about it on a couple of outside plays. Here it is, the hold. Well, you know it had to have been egregious because it comes from the uh, the line judge here on the Baker sideline. 
So he, he doesn't want to have to throw that and take the scorn of the coaches on one of their biggest plays of the, of the game. Uh, but that's a big for Auburn because that was a, a kid in open space. And, and Auburn had uh, had a couple of guys miss tackles after I just praised them yep. for, for making some, some great open field tackles. But, uh, but it's going to go back because of a hold. The other thing is, is something that I saw was Cam Creighton, I think he had backside contain, makes the tackle sees the trigger for the sub and then tells the other defensive end running off the field, hey, get off the field. <laughs> That's a heads-up kid right there. Great effort. Second down and 11 coming, and, and that was a play that Auburn kind of had sniffed out, but a, but still another good design there by, by, uh, by Baker to get some of their athletes in space. Yeah, it was a quick hitter, and uh, by the time he got into the uh, the open field, Auburn just kind of lost containment. Flowers play action, wants it inside, and now wants the wheel, and he throws the wheel to Kane. Nope. Nope. He had three, four, five steps on the chalk before he was able to catch that one. Yeah. I, I don't know how, how Jace Williams got tangled up or, or got, you know, that, that drew the assignment of being one-on-one down the sideline with uh, – yeah, I think he was in the backfield. With Kane. He must have been. But uh, but he was right there. I mean, and he forced him to, to the sideline, and uh, Kane not able to, to, to keep his feet in play, uh, and, and Auburn's going to put him in third and long. Jace Williams checks out after having to run all that distance with Kane. And Jackson Lovern comes into the game. Auburn calls a timeout. I don't know if they wanted to take it, but they decide to take it. 311 left to go here. Tigers call their first time out of the half, and we'll take it with them. 37, we'll be back in 30 seconds, 24-3 Tigers lead. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. My joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the Orthopedic Clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointments today. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Welcome back to Baker High School. 10-11 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Auburn leads 24-3. Both teams with two timeouts left. As both teams look like they might have wanted to call a timeout there. Tigers showing a five-man front, looking like they want pressure. Ty Hudson showing blitz from the middle linebacker position. Here he comes. Flowers trying to get outside, and he will. And wants wants to just throw it up, and hello. What a catch. Auburn was there. They had two people there. That was Jalen Davis and Jackson Mills, and that was Kane, who found the ball, twisted, made the catch, and and Flowers gave his guy an opportunity and some life for Baker here with 10:01 left to go. It's now 24 to nine. Yeah, that that was more of the quarterback making a play with his legs and then putting the ball in a position that uh, just I think surprised the Auburn defense. That wasn't Kane outrunning everybody, getting behind them, you know, really using that speed. Um, th- that ball was just placed in an area where, where the Auburn defensive backs just didn't get their head turned around quick enough to knock it down, and uh, that's a big score for, for Baker. 
I think Mississippi State's given themselves a, a guy that if they can develop in at, at quarterback and, and get his throwing more consistent, they have themselves an opportunity to have a playmaker there and, uh, and Flowers. That's a heck of a play. 24-10 is the score now after that touchdown. Baker has life. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Halvern High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Inspired by the Bold Bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. The Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. left to go here in the fourth quarter. Tigers lead 24-10. Auburn has had two possessions here, one of which was a touchdown. The other one ended when Auburn handed the ball off to a running back who was on the ground on third down and two. Munson will approach for Baker, and he'll kick this one up high, and Auburn will have a chance to return it. Omar, no. Uh, as Omar and Cheetah Webb were having a conversation about it, and it lands at the three, and luckily for Auburn, goes into the end zone in a touchback. Yeah, no doubt, because they both kind of took off as if they expected the other to have it. If that ball had taken the wrong bounce, it would have been a scramble um, to, to beat Baker to the football. So Auburn is going to take over the 20 instead of inside the five. You could see them talking as the ball was in air about who was going to have it. As Henry Allen... The quarterback comes into the huddle. Twin tight ends to the right in that up back set. And quarterback keeper as he picks his way around and safety comes up and hits him hard. There's a flag on the play. It is a late flag. Yes, it was. I mean, way after the play was over. Henry Allen was on the ground, and they call the flag for a hold. Oh, oh. If what I just saw from the official was what he called, that official probably shouldn't be calling games anymore. He said, no, coach, he threw him around. That's a hold. No, it's a pancake. Well, Henry took a big hit at the end of that. He, he actually outran his blockers. He had the two uh, the two H-backs kind of leading him into the hole. One of them slipped, and uh, and Henry got out in front of him. The safety came and, and put a big hit on Henry. Um, he's actually going to exit out, yep. and it looks like uh, Kilgore is going to come in. Second down, in, or first down and 20 as Auburn's still in the huddle with 14 seconds left. Kilgore sprints inside in, onto the field, and now if Auburn's got to get any shifts, they're going to have to get it in right now. Kilgore in the gun, and he'll give it to the running back. And that's not sure if that's Flakes or Mapson. Either way, first down and 20, gain of about nine on the play. is going to bring up a second down and about 11. Yeah, good play. That was Omar Mapson over left tackle right there. And, again, ran through an arm tackle at the second level. The safety was able, again, to put a big hit. He, he's turned into a headhunter the last two plays. Uh, but Omar able to get it back in a manageable distance right here after the holding penalty to try to keep the sticks moving. Second down and 11. Twin receivers to the right. Solo to the left with a tight end. Kilgore in the gun, checks the play clock, and now there's a corner fire coming. 
Claps the hands. Kilgore hands it off, and his action alone made the, the corner blitzer stay at home, and Auburn gets the first down right there. Two carries. Auburn picks up 24 yards in the first. Well, that's huge. I mean, uh, the holding penalty should be a drive killer. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, two two Omar maps and runs, and uh, Auburn picks up the first down uh, out beyond the 30-yard line now. And, uh, man, I mean, Omar just uh, just running with so much authority, so much confidence. You can just see it. I mean, he's, uh, he's living to get to that second level and uh, make somebody uh, pay. And the offensive line right now, it's basically get a hat on a hat, let Omar get to the backers, and then we're good. Three receivers to the right, a tight end to the left. Maps in over 100 yards. Midline give, and Kilgore keeps it and ends up getting what he can out of it, gain of a couple. You know, Jackson, I, th- I think he's making some good reads keeping the ball, but uh, it's just uh, – the explosion for, for him getting out of the gate, just not there on this wet surface, and, and the lack of doing it a lot. Since, since he's come in after uh, getting injured, predominantly he's been the guy that they look to to put the ball in the air and uh, trying to run the read sometimes just uh, a little bit out of sync for him right now and how to make a move, how to make a guy miss and how he wants to end his runs. Second down in nine. Uh, once again, Baker shows corner pressure. And it's outside zone away from it, and Omar Mapson has a big play. It cuts into the open field, and now he has across the 50-yard line to the 45, and Omar is starting to churn out the yards and starting to run through these arm tackles for Baker. And you've seen Auburn keep Omar held or fresh, so now all of a sudden you got a tired defense here in the fourth quarter, and you got fresh backs uh, kind of – Kind of ready to run right, right at him. I, I agree. Yeah, this uh, the second level guys are not looking forward to seeing Omar, you know, with without being any anybody in his way to slow him down. And uh, he's got such great balance too. That's something else that when these guys are slinging him around, he he's able to break those tackles so well because his balance is just so good. Auburn in kill clock mode under 10 seconds. They're into their heavy set, but Kilgore is the is the running is the quarterback rather. Omar maps in. <laughs> He got five before he, he got did. hit, and then he got the next. I thought he got the next six on his own, but they mark it down before the first down, so it's a gain of nine on the play for Mapson, and he'll check out and Flakes checks in. Well, well-deserved rest here for, for Mapson, and uh, Flakes will come in, and he'll keep that same intensity. But I was getting ready to say the same thing, Scott, that uh, he went five, six yards before he got touched. So you got to give credit to that interior offensive line right there for, uh, for paving the way because uh, he was body surfing guys at the end of that run. Kilgore taking his time. Auburn trying to milk the clock and trying to put this thing away. Auburn calls into their cadence. Give to Flakes. Flakes being patient will now start pushing his way forward and get his first down. On a gain of about two or three. Such a hard play to stop for, for a defense. When when you're able to control that edge, you've got so many big bodies moving at you, and, uh, you know, you, you've got to you've got to decide as a defender out there, I mean, do, do I want to, to, to use my speed and try to get out there and leverage that, or do I want to go attack this? And, and it just, you know, that slight pause, that hesitation is all that offense needs, and Auburn's taking advantage. What's interesting is – Auburn runs that outside zone kind of away from the upbacks, so the upbacks then end up cutting across and taking away uh, the people trying to trying to, to to cut off backside pressure. Gain of a couple on the inside give. 
And as we have an opportunity, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Wings 94.3 is an Auburn Network station, part of the Radio Alabama family. WGZZ and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn Opelika. Scott Bagwell here, joined by Rob Pate in Baker High School in Mobile, Alabama. Sam Boyd back in the Auburn Network studio. Auburn had a five-and-a-half-minute drive to start the second half, and they took over with ten minutes left to go, and right now we have gone under five. Yeah, it's a, a, two a, long drives. Impressive, impressive two drives. You're exactly right, Scott. Kilgore in the gun and play action and throws it to, to Omar as uh, – Ends up being incomplete. Third down along. Come and give Baker credit there. Tigers go play action. First time out of that look. And it's just bursting three vertical routes. And they're there with them the whole way. The only guy who was open was Omar. He just didn't expect he was going to get the ball there. <laughs> That's right. He was a safety valve there and leaked out. And uh, he and he and Jackson just They didn't. called that backwards. Yeah, that's crazy. And Auburn's going to call a timeout. I think they want an explanation on this one. I didn't think that was close. Yeah, they called it a, a, a backwards pass. And uh, Coach Etheridge is, is asking the white hat who had the best angle to, to come in and overrule that. And he, he's right. He's got a he's got an argument that he should win here. Yeah, well, I saw somebody miss a spot by eight yards last week. <laughs> we'll be back in 30 seconds. 24-10, Tigers lead. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hello, this is Coley Trent from Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad, Bill, and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94 3. 24-10 Tigers lead. Our score is the same difference as was at halftime. There's been some big swings and some games across the state here in the playoffs. We'll get to those in a second. They are going to say that was a backwards pass and over Omar's head and a fumble technically out of bounds, third down and 12 coming. Kilgore into the game at quarterback. Claps the hands. Inside give to Omar, who's going to be very patient and plunge across the 30-yard line, gain of about four on the play. Tigers in field goal t- range here, and we'll see what Auburn wants to do. You know, I, I probably would have would have made them stop outside zone read um, to our outside zone to uh, Omar over the left-hand side twice. Auburn's going to leave fourth and ten right here. I think they're going to run the clock all the way down yeah, and then yeah. maybe take a timeout, either run the field goal team out, which it looks like that's what they're going yep. to do is just kick the field goal. So as we have the opportunity here, let's take a look at some scores brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto. Hoover 42, James Clement 16. That was 16-7 to 7 Wow! at halftime. Big swing there. MGM now leads Dothan 14-13, th- that game in the fourth quarter. Towns will go on to attempt the field goal, and it is up, and it is good as that one was a 45-yard field goal. Yep. Well, let you know how good of a kicker. 46, I believe. 
But you know how good of a kicker he is that you almost take for granted a 45-yard field goal. And doing it against the clock winding down because they had to get it off before the play clock and, and really a good hold there by London Carter because it was out over the ball a little bit on a wet night or out over in front of him. He had to reach out and, and grab it, and I think that may have disrupted timing a little bit. You never could have tell, told by the way that that ball sailed right through the middle of the upright. Tigers lead this one 27-10. It feels like you're a stop away now from – from putting this one away. I thought Coach Etheridge, he does a good job with, um, you know, when something goes wrong over there, like the the call that, that ends up, and, and Coach Wagner wants to, you know, plead his case. He, he gets him with his offense really quickly so that so that Coach Etheridge is the one doing the, uh, the, the, the you know, talking. the negotiating yeah. and the talking and the arguing, and, and, and Coach Wagner's over there trying to, uh, you know, decide what he's going to do for the next play. So, that's just a good heads-up job by your head coach. 63-14, Central leads Davidson with two minutes left to go in that ballgame. What's the Mary Montgomery score? 14-13, Mary Montgomery. Ooh. They just scored to take their first lead of the game. Towns Magoo. Just, nope, and it will it will land two to three yards deep, and Baker will have the distance to go here. As now they they are down by 17 with 3:20 left to go. They have two timeouts, but they're going to need some big plays. Yeah, and and uh, Auburn knows that they're going to need big plays. They've got uh, Creighton in. Cam Creighton comes in as a defensive front guy. Amias Greathouse is in, and, and I, I'm interested to see Auburn has has not been shy and going man to man across the board, bringing a lot of pressure. Um, you know, with with a lead, three and a half minutes left um, in the game. Do they still do that, or do they back off a little bit and, and try to keep everything in front of them? Well, now they want to make sure they get enough numbers to the trip side. It's three over three on this side. Flowers in the gun in an empty set. Claps of hands, has it, drops back once the the little stick route and makes the catch and gain of about five on the play, maybe six, second down coming. Just the old stick concept. It's a, it's a hitch out and a go. Uh, just a good job by Auburn to, you know, let them take five yards, six yards. If they do that, this this clock will, will roll very quickly, and this game will be over. Same formation, the empty set with three receivers to the wide side of the field. Flowers has it, wants it over the middle, has his receiver open, and that's a slant to about the 39-yard line, gain of about 13 on the play, maybe more. First down as that was uh, that one was I believe the running back there Taylor on the catch. Yeah, trying to use the momentum of and the pursuit of Auburn's defense uh, against themselves and, and cut back across the grain. That time, Mike Gunn makes the tackle on a, on a ball that was completed on the other side of the field um, from his corner spot on the near side. Mary Montgomery scores another touchdown. 21-13 Vikings over Dothan. Flowers has it. Tigers show blitz, and then they won the hitch right over the middle of the field, and then Taylor trying to work his way back across. He's not going to get his first down to about the 45-yard line there. Um, Mary Montgomery's looking for their first playoff win ever. Wow. That's an un- incredible story, yeah. and, and that's a good football team that they're playing tonight. I'd be interested to see how that all went down. From 0-10 two years ago to 10-0 and and looking for 11-0, and and again, that first playoff victory. And then you got an absolute defensive slugfest between UMS Wright and uh, Central Clay County. 7 nothing with four minutes left to go in that one. 
Again, same formation, empty set. Tigers bring the pressure, and it's that stick concept, and that one actually was spacing concept, two hooks with a flat, incomplete, third down and ten coming. And, and Baker still choosing to try to go, you know, five, six, seven yards at a time as opposed to try to take shots downfield. They respect what Auburn has, has shown them defensively. You know, you've got to tip your hat to, uh, to these guys in the secondary for running with some elite receivers and uh, putting them in a spot where they don't feel like they can really challenge down the field. Real Town knocks off Wicksburg 34-14. The Rebels stay undefeated. 22-22 BC Rain and Valley. That game late in the third quarter. Again, same look in that empty set. Flowers has it. Drops back. Now wants the go ball. First time they've gotten uh, they've gotten uh, Rain, or Kane rather just on a straight one-on-one matchup, and he got inside leverage and got a step on Mike Gunn. Flowers looked like he was ready to pull it down, then saw him break open, throws it deep, incomplete, third, fourth down and three coming. Yeah, again, just an overshoot, overshot uh, ball right there because Kane had had knocked the the top off right there and, um, you know, just led him too far inside. Kane could not uh, make up the ground to get to it. But, uh, you know, again, Auburn being aggressive. They're one-on-one out here with uh, one of the fastest players in the yeah. country. And, um they're just not able to connect. It's interesting, the, the look here, because it's two tight ends, so it's max protect, but you got your three best athletes running concepts to the to the field side. Tigers bring pressure again, wants to stick right over the middle, and needing three or four, they get about five or six. Cam Creighton comes in to help clean up Jackson Mills also. Becca makes the catch. Tiger sends in some subs. They're going to have to, and Cam Creighton sprinting off the field <laughs> Uh, Jackson Mills comes up a little gimpy, limping around out there after that tackle. Probably some friendly fire. Yeah. A lot of Auburn Tigers in there on that last tackle. Now they put four over three to that three receiver side. Flowers claps the hands, drops back, climbs in the pocket, and he's going to lose the ball, but it ends up going right back to him as I believe that one was uh, Michael Foster. Michael Foster there. On the, on the pressure and the strip, and, and luckily for Baker, it falls right to, to Flowers' hands. And with one minute left, Baker will take their second timeout, and Auburn leads 27-10. to 10. Yeah, Michael Foster comes around the right end right there with a nice swim move, and uh, as uh, the, the quarterback for, for Baker tries to step up in the pocket, he's, he's right there and knocks the ball free, and if they did that, a hundred more times, that ball would yeah. not have popped up into his arms as it just did. Did he run the loop? He did. Yeah, he did. Ran the loop. There's a reason that, that defensive line coaches have their defensive linemen running that drill. It's because it works. Uh, speaking of uh, of games in the second half where games kind of flipped, 38-17 Vestavia Hills over uh, Austin. So that will be a clean sweep for the Birmingham region over Huntsville, something that has happened a lot. Uh, and Hoover has uh, won their 25th consecutive first-round game. In the playoffs now. When does the the playoff change? Where you believe draw? it's next year. Okay, so you, it's not just this region and the Mobile region tied together. It's, it's, it, I want I if as a person who's involved with high school sports, I want somebody to look me dead in the face and explain to me how Mobile traveling to Huntsville is a good idea for anybody. <laughs> for anybody. Yeah, I agree. That's a long way. It was a long way here. Um, it's four hours is about the max you need to drive in in a in a in a day. Uh, as far as for to play a high school game. I know in other states, the way that it is, you have to travel more. But in this state, you can limit it to about four and a half, five hours. Yeah. There's no reason to go 
all the way up 65. Especially, one way or the other. Especially just to appease a few schools. Or one. Uh, Flowers makes uh, breaks contain, gets into the open field, makes three, four guys miss, and Auburn – Auburn doesn't get him down. That is the worst bit of tackling we've seen from Auburn this year, and it is a 47-yard touchdown run with seven missed tackles on the night, on the play. Yeah, absolutely. That, that was just a, a broken play that a quarterback with a big heart made and made a lot of Auburn players look foolish right there. I mean, several guys had opportunities to get him on the ground, but there was a lot of arm tackling, nobody willing to kind of put their body on the line, and, uh, and, a, and a great athlete in space. Made them pay for it with 44 seconds left. Uh, they'll, they'll close it to 10 if they make this extra point. Tell you what, I'm seeing number eight make plays against Auburn, giving me flashbacks to the Central game. What a play there from Flowers. Their two touchdowns have all been because of plays that Flowers has made. 44.7 left to go with that extra point is up and good. 27-17 is the score. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94-3. Now that's classic. 63-28 final enterprise over Daphne in that game. 44.7 left to go here. 27-17 Tigers lead as now they will have their hands team on to try to recover this onside kick and be able to kneel this thing away and, and call it a night. Auburn doesn't like the look. They'll call a timeout. We'll keep it with here. Look at some more scores. 21-13, MGM leads Dothan. Their game's with 5.5 or 5.03 left to go, and MGM has the ball. So the Vikings have an opportunity to put that one away. Bad news for center point. They fall to Hartzell 28-18. Oh, come on, Eagles. As Hartzell and their head coach Brian Moore gets the win, Hoover I don't know what was said in the Hoover locker room, but that had to have been one for the ages to score 35 points and, and take a 16-7 hole into a 42-16 uh, win is something else. They must have just said, do you really want to be the kids? That, uh, uh, do you want to have your yep. – Is that how you want to go out? Yeah, we've already had our, our rank streak snapped, which is, you know, on, on your, your resume. And are you are we, are we really going right. to do this? And, and they win – and now they get Hewitt in the next round. Wow. That's, and, a, that's a high-powered offense with a lot of a lot of good players as well. And Hewitt also has the most head-scratching loss of the year in Region 3 well, when I, they lost I, to Spain Park. I can tell you this about Hewitt, that their, their lower, younger kids, they're dominating yes. all those kids, all those other programs right now. So their 7th, 8th, ninth grades are going to be really good in the next couple of years. So Hewitt will be a team that you have to look out for. They don't end up in alabaster. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Onside's kick once again coming for Baker. And hello, nicely done there by Gibson Lothridge, who uh, looked like a, a shortstop, or actually, no, what he looked like was a third baseman cutting off a chopper to the third to the shortstop and makes the play. Tigers 
Uh, depends on if Baker's going to call a timeout, can take two or three knees and call this a night. And I have an opportunity to get on the bus and start the drive back to Auburn with an opportunity to see the Red Devils in a week. Yeah, Gibson made a great play right there. You're right. Uh, came up a yard before he had to and um, and just snagged that ball super clean. And Auburn gets to into the greatest formation that there is, is the victory formation. There's a lot of communication going on right now for the victory. <laughs> we haven't seen Auburn take a knee a lot. Auburn has put the backups in and let them um, and let them uh, uh, grind it out. And Auburn will take the knee under 40 seconds left to go. Will they? Will Will that be that? Well, there was somebody on the hands team that uh, that that I hasn't I haven't seen him get in the game except for on that play, and it was it was Ryan Birchfield. Yeah, the tight and, backup tight end. And he is the guy that was in the spot that if they were to kick it where you typically would, so they they must have a lot of respect for his hands. Well. And that'll do it. Auburn High School comes on the road and knocks off Baker 27-17, your final score. Baker makes a couple plays in the second half. Flowers shows why he's going to the SEC to play quarterback. He was impressive. Give this Tiger defense, especially the secondary credit, for, for confusing these receivers. And the Auburn offense does enough. And Auburn wins, and they get the matchup. It's Auburn Central once again, in the sec- and this time it's in the second round, not in the final four. Uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, I thought it was a great win. A physical football game. Uh, Auburn came out and, you know, found their way on the ground. And, uh, you know, you really, gosh, the Auburn offensive line, shout out to those guys for controlling the line of scrimmage. And and Omar Mapson had uh, one of his best games in an Auburn Tiger uniform. We come back, we'll have the postgame show. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. 1907. Auburn had no paved roads, no local newspaper, a few automobiles, very little electricity or indoor plumbing, and one bank, Auburn Bank. For all these years, we've had a part in shaping and serving Auburn, Opelika, and East Alabama, a steadfast partner to our customers, meeting financial needs at just the right times. How do we know our community so well? Because we've grown up together. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. 
now back to the stadium for the Southern Union Post Game Show. Recapping tonight's Auburn High game on Wings 94-3. This is the Southern Union State Community College Post Game Show presented by Southern Union State Community College. Affordable, accessible, unparalleled. It's time to venture forward and blaze your path. Visit suscc.edu as the Auburn Tigers get to go um, play their alma mater with the band that traveled. Hats off to them. They took the full-hour bus ride in the cheese wagon. Wow. Hats off to them. I've made that trip before. That is no fun. (laughs) Um, And then on the other side of the field, you see the differences in the playoffs. You see the team celebrating. They get to opportunity. They have an opportunity to practice for another week to play for, uh, to get one more game in. On the other side, you have uh, Baker. And with this senior class, uh, the quarterback, receivers, running back, so many of these guys, played as younger guys i mean they they, they've fought to make this program more respectable and uh you know two home games in a row not able to get it done and now it's it's that finalization that always happens in the playoffs it's tough it is tough man it's uh it's it's one of those feelings that you just never forget and uh i i I can think back and lost three different playoff games you know i never lost one on my home field um so that this is a different uh different experience but um you know, they're memories that uh, that you just treasure forever, and, and these guys will be better human beings. They'll be better husbands and fathers um, and just citizens because of their time playing high school football. It's uh, it's impactful. It's meaningful, and uh, I hope we never lose it as a country. As um, Yeah, I, I mean, high school football, it, it's, it's, it's special. We've seen college football start to change with different things. If you keep up with it, you saw the NC State quarterback who all of a sudden opts out in the middle of the year after leading his team to a 3-1 and record against some ranked teams. He decides he's going to redshirt the rest of the year and transfer. It's, it's just it it this is special and, uh, and and Baker and Auburn played a clean game. They they got after it. They competed, um, and unfortunately and 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 there, there's always a winner and a loser. But unfortunately in the playoffs there is a a advance and there is a go home, and and Auburn advances and, and Baker will have to go home. And and look and, and we knew the night that that we got beat by Central in Auburn that we were going to get to this opportunity to play again. And, and Auburn, Auburn didn't play a clean game. Central would probably say they didn't play a clean game. The difference in that game was big plays yep. from one player. And uh, if Auburn can finish some drives and come up with a, with a solution to what's going to be the hardest solution that any team will have to come up with in high school football in the state of Alabama this year, and if they can come up with some way to slow, slow down Cam Coleman and play a clean football game, then uh, they can play in the semifinals. Yep, and, um, and and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun in the in the town to talk about how what can Auburn do differently. Uh, it reminds me some of last year. Auburn went to Central, could not stop the run, and, and Central gashed Auburn, and Auburn loses by three scores. Auburn could not stop Cam Coleman, and Auburn lost by three scores. So, what you know, what what's going to happen this week? What's going to be different? This this Central team has a little bit different feel than they did a week ago or a year ago. Yeah. Um, uh, and Auburn is an, a far from a perfect team. They're very much a grinded-out team, and, and their athletes, as far as explosive athletes, are not the same that they had a year ago. But they play hard, they play together, and they find and they give themselves a chance to win football games. Yeah, and, and they play in different ways, particularly offensively. So having the opportunity to pound it or, or to, to air it out, Auburn can do a little bit of both, and uh, I think that that gives them an advantage that they didn't have the first go-around. Yep. And, and Auburn, um, well, I, you, you would talk to the Auburn staff after the game. They said they would want another swing. Not that they're going to beat Central, but right. you want another swing. And, and Auburn's going to get their swing. 
and we'll see what happens. We'll come back and have some final thoughts, final scores from this one. Tigers beat Baker 27-17 in advance to the second round of the playoffs. This is the Southern Union State Community College postgame show, and it will continue after this. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank and Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-T-I-X-S. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. The post-game show continues. Brought to you by Southern Union State Community College. On your Auburn High football station, Wings 94-3. This is the Southern Union State Community College post-game show presented by Southern Union State Community College. Affordable, accessible, unparalleled. It's time to venture forward and blaze your path. Visit suscc.edu for more. Scott Bagwell joined here by Rob Pate. And, and Rob, Tigers win. Um, Again, it was a game where the defense, I thought, played really well outside of uh, a handful of plays. Um, and a lot of that was, was Flowers, the quarterback for yeah. Baker, making a play. Um, uh, uh, as, as at the end of the day, you do got to remember, the other team is trying to win too. I agree. I mean, schematically, I thought that, that Auburn defensively played one of their best games of the season. Um, they had some guys made some outstanding individual efforts, but I thought that, that the Auburn defensive front really allowed the linebackers to roam free. Um, and the perimeter guys tackled well, except right there at the end with the long last couple of, of plays uh, for Baker. But uh, that's the type of performance that they need to, to you know, step into this uh, next round against Central. I don't know that they're going to see guys that are drastically different from a skill standpoint. They're going to see guys that are much better in the trenches. Yeah. I mean, it makes it gives those guys extra effort to um, uh, in the in the you know, just the, the help to be able to compete against this Auburn defense. But um, they played really well tonight defensively. I think Coach Goolsby will be real, real pleased with what he saw. And um, 
you know, I thought this was a good physical win for this team. And I know some people thought when Jackson Kilgore got back, it was all right, Henry, thanks, but but go be the backup quarterback. He's he has a well tonight. Jackson Kilgore got the first snap, but leading the touchdown drives was Henry Allen, and it was being just a rugged physical football player when in a nasty night where yep. you weren't going to be able to throw the ball. Um, yeah, Auburn had to find a way to move the ball on the ground, and Henry Allen and the tight ends and Flakes and Omar did that. Yeah, that's the uh, the, the beauty from ashes type of thing, you know, just the, the blessing inside of the negative thing that happened. And Jackson Kilgore going down allowed Auburn to now have a two-headed quarterback system that um, that they utilized outstanding tonight because they, they needed, like you said, for Henry to be able to come in and be that physical force. Even after he went down, um, yep. he finished that, uh, that drive uh, with a touchdown. Um, on the drive that uh, that he walked out on, so um, uh, yeah, I mean they they just continue to uh, define roles and ways for both of those guys to uh, to, to complement one another, and um, you know that just gives Central and if they continue on uh, in these playoffs, those teams more to have to prepare for and spend time to defend. You know, you can see I uh, see it down on the Baker sideline. Uh, we obviously we always mention the senior football players. It's it's this senior band members their last marching game and and cheerleaders it's it's just it's different when when the final one comes to an end and for auburn luckily enough they get to go on and they get to play next week um it's it's a tall task it's going to take every single person uh, on that auburn sideline to to find a way to beat to get a win against the number one team in the state who is undefeated and they are on a march to get uh, another state title for for that red devil program um but, you know, if, if you're Auburn, you know if you want to get and, and go when you're first. You know who it goes through. You yep. know who you got to play. It, in, the la- in the last couple of times that Auburn has done it, it has been in the Final Four. But this time it's in the second round. Last two times that Auburn has beat Central in Central, it was by one point. Yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah, yeah that's it. Uh, you know, I can already tell you my key to the game is going to be third down efficiency because they, the, because the biggest issue yep. last, last time we played them was we would get them in third and very long. And they would throw a touchdown pass, yeah. you know, or they would they would have a big chunk play. So you know, it, it's going to be um, Coach Goolsby and that defensive staff and um, getting those guys prepped for this game. You know, so often in that game on third and long, we were one step yep. away. I mean, a second away from from a big sack or a big play behind the line of scrimmage. So it's a total team effort and a total you know defensive unit effort. But the guys on the back, you know, the, the corners and safeties. You know they've got some redemption that uh, that they that they need to think long and hard about this week because it'll be the ultimate task. Yeah, the other thing is Auburn offense offensively left some stuff on the field. They so, did. Um, and you know what? You can ask Central to be fair. Central will tell you they left some stuff offensively. They didn't run the ball well defensively. I'm sure they said we're giving up 200 yards on the ground. That's not something that we do. So uh, it's gonna be the uh, it's gonna be a really really good game on next Friday, and we'll have all that action for you pregame at six thirty, kickoff at seven. Trying to get a final score, but we're not going to hang on and, and try to get you what happens in Region uh, in Region Two action in the MGM and uh, Dothan game. Region Two goes three and zero 
Uh, and then, of course, the Birmingham region sweeps Huntsville, I think, for the third or fourth time in a row. It's been a while since there has been a win from yeah. that Huntsville region. Those scores brought to you by Franklin Tyron Auto. The next broadcast right here will be on Auburn High School Sports, on the Auburn High School Sports Network. will be next Friday night in Phoenix City, Alabama, as Auburn will ho- or will play against number one, the Central Red Devils. Airtime will be 6.30 on Wings 94.3, wingsfm.com, and the Wings 94.3 app with kickoff at 7. Be sure to tune in to ESPN 106.7's On the Line with Jacob Goins every Thursday. Thursday at 3 p.m. on game weeks to hear Coach Etheridge review and preview the games. Auburn High School football is produced by, uh, it was me and Rob here tonight because Jack Hudden is at a wedding. Our studio engineer is Sam Boyd. For my broadcast partner, Rob Pate, I'm Scott Bagwell. Until next time, have a good night and go Tigers. Auburn High Football on Wings 94.3 has been presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center. Thanks for listening to your hometown station for Auburn Sports, Wings 94.3.